All right, welcome to Times of Outdoors podcast, episode 25. We are recording from a campground on the side of a highway in Ohio because it is illegal to camp on public land in Ohio. Um, we're down here hunting some public land, and we found a campground pretty close to where we where we wanted to hunt. Uh, so the next best alternative to pooping in a bucket was a full huck up campground within 20 minutes of our hunting spots. I'm joined by Tyler Schulters of Medic 17 Detroit Fire Department. He runs at my firehouse, and I am joined by Stephen Smallridge or Stephen Smellridge, a good buddy of mine from Jiu-Jitsu. In this episode, it's pretty much a bullshit BS session. Um, It's just a couple guys enjoying their campfire, talking about public land hunting, private land hunting, uh, Steve's obsession with Sitka gear, how Tyler became inspired to be a fireman. Um, we learn about all kinds of different things in this episode. So if you don't like BS Session podcast, this isn't going to be the episode for you. But if you want to hear uh, some funny content and some deer hunting talk, this is the one. I hope you enjoy the show. I will stop yapping and get to it. See ya. Shocker. Oh, really? He's got two brown hinds on one side and one on the other, like like Shocker. Yeah. Like this? Yeah, I know what a Shocker is. I wasn't born in 1950. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, you're recording? Yeah. Did it start already? No, but I want, I want to make sure that it's good. Well, that's that. premium gold content. We keep that. It's fresh, hot content. <laughs> <laughs> fresh, hot content. All right, we're live. We're live? Yeah, we're live. Fuck it. Except for that shocker discussion before it's going to go into. It's going to be the intro. Where'd the whiskey go? Oh, move it. Actually, we have some. We have some of that. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) This is really good. Big house, straight bourbon whiskey. 22 bucks a fifth. Honestly, I don't normally like to, I wouldn't normally just drink straight whiskey like that. But that's good. Smooth. New sponsor. Yeah. What is it called? Big House? Big House. Take notes. Big House, if you're listening. We're going to bleep this out because you're not paying us. <laughs> Get some of that in you before we start talking. Make things interesting. Warm me up. I'm going to need, need to get buzz for this. All right. I usually usually do so this is a Ohio Deer Camp podcast episode I don't know what number episode we're on I always try to say it but 
I'm not looking it up. It's like 20 something. It's just sad we've been doing podcasts for two years. We got <laughs> a couple dozen episodes. <laughs> We're in Ohio. We're not going to tell you where. It's our secret, secret honey hole. And we are deer hunting. It's the middle of October. Actually, it's like the end of October. Isn't it? It's high end of October. I'm here with, uh, it's just me, Zig, Hunter, John, and Nico are not here with us. Um, I'm with uh, Tyler and Stevie Starlight <laughs> from Starlight Outdoors. Some of you may know who he is. Some of you may not. Probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler is one of our um, EMTs at our firehouse, on, our, on the ambulance at our firehouse. And uh, just to get this out of the way, we are camping right now. So if you hear background noise, it's because we're camping right next to a highway. Don't tell them that. Yeah, that's the only hint to where we They're are. They're going to look at campgrounds <laughs> next to freeways. <laughs> it's not like we have some crazy story to brag about that they're going to be like, I got to go there. <laughs> this is day two. We got one buck down. I was say, stay tuned. We do have some good stories, but not back there. Yeah. So, yeah, we are camping next to a highway, so you're going to hear the cars. I think. I don't really know how well they're going to... They might not pick up it. They didn't really pick up when we were testing it. I didn't really hear it. But, so, uh, anyways, day two of our Ohio, Ohio trip of three. We're leaving tomorrow. We got the morning hunt. This is pouring down rain. I'm not going to... I'm not oh. going to go out there and melt. Let's but, talk, uh, about, talk about day one? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about our trip so far. How'd you guys? Uh, how'd you guys get started? So day one, we we I left the firehouse at the time that I'm supposed to leave the firehouse. <laughs> and uh, no, I had someone come in, come in for me and cover me. I owe him some hours. And then uh, me and Steve drove down here. We got down here at 6 a.m. We, we stopped a little bit north of where we're at. I've already I already went down there for the opener this year and hunted. Uh, me and my buddy came and we just stayed a night, camped out in a tent, and uh, we hunted what? We hunted the morning we came down. So we, we did three sits and kind of got a lay of the land, this small parcel that we were hunting. Uh, we came, we saw deer every hunt. I saw a buck that I would shoot. <laughs> this was uh, opening morning. Yeah, opening morning, so like a couple weeks which is cool because they, they, they do the opening morning a week before Michigan, so it's actually kind of like works out good. You can come and kick the dust off. Get a little and, head start. Yeah. So I got to lay the land and really like where I was at. So I kind of talked to Scott. I didn't take much convincing to get Scott to buy a tag and come down and do this. Well, you pretty much just asked me, and then I told you, yeah, maybe. And then, like, I don't even remember how it ended up. <laughs> oh, me and Tyler were sitting there <laughs> yeah, talking at the firehouse about, about the place that we're hunting. And I asked you if that was what you were talking about. I sent you a picture. I was like, is this what you were talking about? And you said you wanted to scout it. Yeah, I said no. I, I was I was eyeballing it, but it's a little farther. So I, if I didn't get into deer on that first day, I plan on coming this way. But uh, I, I saw enough deer to keep me there for the whole trip when I went down the first time. Super small piece of property, too. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you the exact amount of acres, but it is extremely small <laughs> and very overlooked. Very overlooked. So, <laughs> yeah, so after after the uh, morning hunt of the last day where we left, I did some walking into the timber and uh, found some fresh hot sign. 
<laughs> Which is the name of the podcast, right? I don't know. It might be Overlooked Spots. It might be Overlooked Spots and Fresh Hot Sign. <laughs> but uh, marked a tree I thought would be good. And then, so me and Scott were hunting. Uh, he was probably, what, like 60, 60, 70 yards away from me. Yeah. Hunting closer to the field edge, and I was more in the timber. And uh, I shot him a text at 8.30 and was like, yo, were you ready to get down at 9 o'clock? Because... We still had to drive another hour to get to camp, set up camp, and then go, go scout the other pieces because we didn't want to spend the whole weekend on the small piece. So he's like, yeah, cool, we'll climb down at 9. And uh, 8.52 rolls around, and I'm already, like, fucking around on my phone getting ready to <laughs> start thinking about coming down. And I hear 10 yards behind me there's a, a buck uh, just trashing up this tree. Uh, and uh, he came around. It was a nice nine point and uh he came in within i mean it was like 10 15 yards perfect shot uh and i hit him a little far back so he kind of like he didn't he didn't bolt off he kind of like hunched over and started like hobbling away it looked to me it looked like a straight gut shot i don't know which arrow was which when we when we ended up finding him but uh, they were both, both shots were kind of far back, but, uh, so he hobbled, he hobbled like 10 yards. I, I frantically knocked another arrow and I shot through some brush and shot him again. Uh, and, uh, I saw him go another 20 yards and crash down. I'm 99% sure he was down at the time. Went and got Scott, came back. He, he was down right where I saw him go down. Bled, bled like crazy. Biggest bull buck? Big, that was my biggest bow buck, yeah. Oh, um, it's a nice buck, dude. Yep. And uh, yeah, so when we got to, when we got to looking at him, uh, obviously one of the ones, one of my arrows went through the guts. The other one clipped a lung and smoked the liver. And we were, me and Scott were both pretty impressed that he went down the way he did. We would have, we, I thought for sure we'd be tracking him. But yeah, yeah. It luck was on my side, you know. So. It just go. It just goes to show too. If you, if you need to do a follow up shot and that deer standing behind some brush, don't be afraid to let it rip through the brush. Cause yeah, especially if it's like you were saying. What is there to lose at that if point? If it's close to the body. Trying, yeah. Trying to be ethical. Yeah. 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 If it's close to the body, though, it's gonna. I, I, like you, you were, you said you saw it on. Yeah, like I kind of, I kind of, they kind of talked about it on the hunting public. Like my. I would never like shoot a deer my first shot through brush through brush like that. But as far as a follow-up shot goes, the way Zach from the Hunting Playbook explained it is that he practices that way. Though he'll set up a target in tall grass and see what he can get away with as far as arrow deflection. Oh, really? Yeah. So he'll see what like like grass right up against the target will do to an arrow. It's not going to deflect the arrow. Right. And if right. You're shooting a. That's another thing I did this year is I, I'm shooting like a 540 grain arrow Heavy. with a fixed blade. Heavy. So on the heavier side, and uh, both arrows were full passers, even though the, even the one that went through the brush. So like, it's doable, you know, especially if it's a if it's a follow-up shot. So place is hopping tonight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got trucks driving by. Good thing they're not stopping talking to us. It'll make for interesting. Yeah, we have a, we have I'm a sure set. it would make for very interesting content. We, we have some eccentric folk here. The it, owner of this place is, has made a few interesting comments that we will not say on this podcast. He's, he's, he's taking care of us. But, uh, oh, yeah, man. He's been great. This place has actually been great. 
Like this. Cheap too. Yeah. That's the other thing. If you're, I'm not going to say where we were the first time, but the campground we stayed at the first time we were down here was like, we got harassed by people. Yeah. Everywhere we went, anytime we drove through Shoot, the campground. This guy was like trying to get us to do shit that. This guy was letting. This guy will let us do whatever we want, including things we're not supposed to do. <laughs> like, should, we, should we say what he said we could do? Yeah, yeah. So we, there's a pond, <laughs> and he gave us full clearance to just swat geese off this pond. And he even went as far as to say, is, if you see a, co- a comorant, you fucking shoot it. Because because we're above the law, and I said, well, I, I go, well, I ain't. <laughs> Dude, he was. And then this morning he asked us why we. And then he admitted to several to several crimes. <laughs> Today he did. No. This morning he asked us why we didn't shoot the geese that were. On, I guess there might have been geese out in the field. No kidding. There's like a field next to it. It it's pretty funny, but it's nice. It's like I didn't expect it to be this nice. It's full hookup, like. When we go to Missouri, we camp in the field uh, on the land, on the public land that we are hunting, which it's pretty nice. I mean, they have like an area like designated for campers, but you know you got to run your generator and poop in a bucket. The one we stayed at actually had a porta potty at, but coming down here, I didn't. I expected to just have power because we're staying at campground, but it's full hookup. I feel like we're spoiled. I don't. I don't even camp with my family at full hookup sites. Like, Amanda always wants me to book because state campgrounds have, like, one or two, and they're way more expensive. And I'm like, I'm not. No. We're fine. So, we here we are. Shit, shit hunting camp. Hunting. Well, when we were at the campground, we filled the tanks with water, and you can use the toilet. I just dump it when I leave. Just go dump it in the lake. Yeah, they have a dump site. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... She's, I told her today that we had a full hookup site. She's probably like, what the fuck? Speaking of that, maiden voyage for your buck house? Oh, yeah. This is our first camp. This is my first, like, trip trip with the, with the new camper, my, my buck, the buck house. In honor of, in memory of, I shouldn't say in memory of because he's alive. In honor of buck, <laughs> buck Gussoff. I have some negative reviews to leave on the camper. What were some, we had some critical things that were missing early on, didn't we? What was it? Quite a few things. Quite a few things. We didn't have garbage bags. Didn't have garbage bags. The hot water tank wouldn't light. Well, you needed to call a plumber for that. Did call a plumber, got the plumber in route, he fixed it. The sink leaked. You kinda yeah. fixed that. I fixed that. I'm as gonna well. leave a two star review on your Google. I'm a plumber page. by the way, you didn't you didn't tell anybody. Oh yeah, Steve's a plumber. I'm Stevie a local nine. Stevie Starlight's a plumber and uh, I didn't. I introduced him and said what he did. I know, and then you're like fuck Steve. He's wow, like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> Me. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the kind of guy that wears your sticky gear next to the fire, though. <laughs> That's because money long. <laughs> when money don't mean shit. Who's a plumber, man? I'm not afraid to burn up a little sick. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been so getting our, teased online about this, too. So, day one, day one is uh, we got a buck down. We left that spot. Tyler came and helped us. Drag him out. We got him out. Shotgun to beer. Shotgun to beer at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. for yep. the first time. Yeah, Tyler shows up. Life. Tyler shows up with a sled. Tiny. Sled. Out in the middle of the field. It's the first time I met Tyler. And there's three I see beers him rolling there. up. I, I immediately that, go. I go. Dude brought three beers out here. He can't be that. Dude, that's the best way to meet somebody too. Over a dead dead buck. Yeah, Over a dead buck with that. beers. We hit it off. I was quick. not expecting the beer. That was nice. That was a nice oh, touch. I figured you guys were thirsty nice after all that work. 
So then we got back here. Yeah, and Scott we, didn't help me drag that deer at all. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'll carry everything. So that's a lie. I did. He's that. like, I'll get your bow. I'll, I'll, <laughs> let me film you. I'm filming you. That's my out when we go goose hunting. I, I'm pretty sure because I don't know how to do any of the shit they're doing. So I know I'm probably just gonna get in the way. So I just take the camera and film. I'm pretty everybody. sure we <laughs> drug that deer farther than he did, though. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, you guys kind of passed me up at the end there. Yeah, but you ran a little ways. Yeah. But when we got back here, we, we hung it from a tree, which... I'm, oh, this is all a story in itself, This man. is all going to be... It's all filmed. It'll all be on Carbon TV, so you'll be able to see this whole weekend. And uh, the the hanging it from a tree part was actually quite funny. And it's still... The rope's still there with the rock stuck in the V. Hopefully we'll hang another one tomorrow. Yeah. I can't... I can't. If that thing would have broke loose, somebody was gonna die. <coughs> that, Tyler didn't give a fuck. He was just that rock. That thing. rock is gonna come around that tree like a rocket. Yep. We gotta get that down before we leave. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, he ain't gonna give a fuck. <laughs> leave it. We'll tell him we left it for the next group of hunters. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that stumble upon this place. Then, so, so moving on with our weekend, we we, we we got to the spot where we actually wanted on a bigger piece of public. We've been we, me and you, pretty much been e scouting for the last two weeks. We had a few places in mind. We went and found a spot that had some uh, some corn. They put, some of these fields are planted. So we found one that had corn on it. That's that's what I wanted to talk about. You want this? Is probably going to go a little bit uh, in depth, I guess, but. You know, we're X amount of hours off of the property line or off of the state line. And the Take way that DNR, me. the way that podcasting DNR, with a cigar in my mouth and a beer in my hand. <laughs> and with the fire in the in You want me to take another around. one? Oh, you just took a picture? I was taking a video for my story. Uh, I wanted you to take Starlight a, Outdoors. I wanted you to take Star- a sweet picture of me. Shameless plug. <laughs> the way the DNR takes care of this area where we're at, I mean, you've got different varieties of. Uh, habitat for these deer i mean you're you're one field can be corn one field's beans the other field's just thick gnarly crp yeah you got nice timber a lot of water um you know all the state game areas that i've hunted i've only come across one cornfield in michigan that's public so we went by one today i had beans corn cut beans standing corn cut beans standing corn crp and then it was surrounded by timber yep that's like, you know, this spot over here that I'm, I'm dialed into this spot. I've, I'm not a big public land hunter at all. Like, I've been very fortunate with the private land that I have. But, uh, you know, it's it's so repetitive. I can go out and I can sit in the same stand every year and I can kill a deer out of it. So I'm up for that challenge. I'm trying to push myself to get into and learn how public land hunting is and how to figure out these deer that are highly pressured. I feel like and I said that same thing last year. It's just, you know, I see, you know, every everybody's doing it nowadays. Everybody's public land hunting. Everybody's getting into it real deep. And they're, for the most part, a lot of people are being successful with it. And it really makes you step back and, like, really do your homework and figure out how to get on top of these deer. Because, you know, anytime I've ever hunted public land, it's, I go out there for a week straight and I won't see a single deer. I might see a doe in an area that you can't kill a doe. Um, we went up, we went up way up north last year and didn't even see a deer for seven days. So um, down here, I mean, we're I've only had one sit where I haven't seen a deer. Yeah, so. same. We, I, I mean, between this weekend and my first weekend out here, uh, this morning 
was the only hunt where but, I didn't see a deer. Yep. <clears throat> and me and me and Scott were joking. Well, you saw, you did see a buck, but for the, like we were joking, you ain't seen a buck all week, but you've seen a freaking hundred does. Yep. And me and Scott have, have seen one doe. We've never even seen a buck that wasn't worth shooting either. Like every yeah. buck we've seen, we we got we yeah. Got oh yeah, about. I was I was definitely gonna shoot that buck tonight. <clears throat> and that, another thing, when Tyler was talking about pressured land, uh, what I noticed today is like, it's these yeah. deer are used to the pressure. They're like well, we. You, we had some pheasant hunters pull up today. Yeah, we, they were we, there when that buck walked by. Yeah, so these pheasant hunters pull up illegally, park where they're not. They're, they pull up past the parking zone where they're supposed park to be. Side of the road. They park. Well, they no, park they right park, on the side of that came, CRP field. They came into the CRP field. Oh. It was edged in the woods that we right, were like. There was like CRP and then like a, a nice thick bedding area and then where we were in a creek. They they were probably I would say 120 yards away from us with a dog pheasant hunting when that and a buck, kid when that buck cruised by calm as shit like that and the buck, kid was out there yelling and screaming and shit yeah, it's, it's that, that buck that here. buck didn't care we we were in thick bedding you know uh, yeah he didn't he didn't seem to give he was comfortable you know well uh, it's funny I think last year I said the same thing about being fortunate with the public or the private land my whole life and I always I never really I honestly I was like. What do I need to go hunt public exactly. land for? I got my, I got private, and then I went yep. to Missouri, and I'm like, this is, this is amazing. See, I think you have that's, so many options, and you, that's the big thing about going out of state too. Like Michigan, I, I you got think, you got up north, yeah, and already you're you've got slim odds up there as far as finding a good buck. You know, obviously when you go up there, that's you know who does well is the Deer Hunter Podcast and all his group. They do pretty good up they there. Do. They, they do. They shoot decent bucks, not every year, but. Yep. I was, I, I, I was listening to them today, and uh, they had uh, what's it, Alvin, uh, I forget what his last name is, but he was talking about it. You know, he killed, he came down here. Anybody that can hunt up north, like talking UP or just below the bridge, yeah. in the big, big woods, and they can kill consecutively decent deer, um, they can come pretty much any state, and they can kill Oh yeah! If you can do it in and Michigan, he, he shot almost 180 inch down here in Ohio last year. Did he really? Yeah, yeah giant. I, I grew up way different than you guys, I guess. Um, like, <clears throat> I didn't hunt private land. I, I definitely didn't hunt any private land south of the shotgun zone um, until I was in my late 20s. You know, wow. I've been hunting since I was a little kid. Yeah. Like, it was just always public land. Hmm. And I never. I mean, I didn't shoot my first deer till I was 19, but like hard you know yeah yeah i grew up hunting private private land i think i grew up hunting my dad's my dad had a friend that we hunted his property and then he bought land and we and we had our own places to to hunt <coughs> and uh what's that that's the one that's that guy that shot. That he shot in ohio who, who is it alan what uh alvin psychowicz let me see no i'll decide oh yeah that's a giant. That's a giant. Is that yeah. Michigan? That's an Ohio buck. Oh, okay. But yeah. So yeah. So but but just like <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with hunting farms and private land. I I still do it. I have a lease in Calhoun, and I and I and I still hunt my dad's property, and it's 24, 25 acres. Yeah. I still do it. And I still love it. Yep. But it's just a different. It's a different animal. I mean, different challenge. You don't. I honestly think you have. I don't know. It's a it's it's kind of like a. You got to learn both ways. Yeah, because because on your on your it, it depends on how big your your piece is of private, but 
you would never walk around your private like no. we like we did today on no. the public. Like, I have a couple spots that I sit and I play the wind as much as I can. You're not gonna find fresh hot sign. I'm not gonna find fresh hot. Actually, I find fresh hot sign. I, I swear to God, every time I go to my lease, there's new, <laughs> new scrapes everywhere. See, I think like you know, with my property, my family's our main farm. My family's been hunting that for 20 years, and <clears throat> I'm fortunate enough where now it's just me and my dad that hunt it. If my dad ever hunts, he's pretty lazy, so he uh, so it's mainly just me. And if I take somebody out, but, um, you know, I've got that property down to, a, to a, a science. I mean, yes, the weather changes every year, you know, temperatures differ. Crops like, change. Like it's, it's warm right now. Like it's, you know, we're, we're coming up to that last week of October and it's still warm. That's what, what did the DNR um, officer say today? He said we're having a late fall. Yeah. Late fall. Yep. And like, I mean, even the, even the trees like right here, they're all green. still. like, they're not even changing color here. Um, but you look at. When you're hunting private land, if you've hunted it for consecutive years, I mean, you you figure out what they're going to do, and for the most part, you know exactly they all, what they do. They every always year. do the same, same thing, thing yep. every year. Where I mean, I'll say hands down, whoever anybody who's successful on public land consecutively are ten times, hundred times the hunter is, than I am. Hunting public land is a huge challenge, but at the same time, I feel like you have so many more options than you do. Like, if you're having a bad day on your private land or a bad week, like, your options are not there. No. If for some reason something's going on on your property that the deer just aren't coming in there during the day or whatever, there's nothing you can do about it. That's why I picked up waterfowl hunting. With public, you can you can pick up your shit and go <laughs> you somewhere else. You hunt geese in fields. That ain't waterfowl <laughs> well, There's got to be water to hunt waterfowl. <laughs> they come from water. <laughs> so, I think that, there, like, a lot of people that don't do it, <clears throat> I was always intimidated by it. I was so intimidated by it. I still am. I, it's I, oh, so, so am I. I. I still am too. So new. I, I still like, you know, you can watch all the videos that you want, but until you put boots on the ground, dude, I don't know. Today, me and Steve scouted. So since Steve shot his buck early on, he's been filming me. So, Cameraman. which is kind of nice because we were saying it's kind of nice to to double edged double edged source. We we bounce we bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time we kind of like <laughs> yeah, cancel talk- each other out because we like talk each other out of our idea, our own ideas. Someone will come up with a good idea and the other guy will play devil's advocate. Yeah. When you normally don't have that other person you helping just go. you. You know, you just But go. that being said, both places that we have put put sticks on a tree, we've saw bucks. We both put our heads together. We've set up equally, in two trees in this spot. We set up in two trees. We set up last night, saw a buck. Hunted that spot in the morning. Didn't see anything. Moved to a completely... I mean, we were, like, completely on the other side of the freaking earth from where we were. Sat up in another tree. Saw a buck. Did you go east or west? Today? East. East. So, Which, I mean, to me, like, it, it is nice to have somebody else. And it's 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 actually a lot of fun. I've never really hunted with somebody, like, deer hunted that, this much. I we wish, probably talked way too much. We might have, yeah. I wish we... But we still saw bucks. Dude... I wish we had more than two days to do this. Bugs, I know, me too. Because I'm starting to find deer now. I mean, I saw. Well, Missouri, it took me and Nico three days to see deer. I saw 15 tonight. To find I mean, deer, I meant. I don't even see 15 on my private land. Like that was. Yeah, that's granted, pretty good. 14 of those were all flatheads, which I mean. So what? You're seeing deer. Yeah. Absolutely. To me, to me, when I went to Missouri flatheads, last year. Flatheads. Where does that term come from? I never heard that one. Slickheads? You ever heard slickheads? Slick no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You ever heard slickheads? Is that does? Yeah. yeah. What about bucks? Well, they're not flat. They're they not got buns. Flat. They got buns. <laughs> we call those bun bucks. 
<laughs> yeah, no, so, I mean, when I went to Missouri last year, the goal was to find bucks. That was it, honestly. Like, obviously, the, the ultimate goal is to kill a deer, but I really set my goal. I just want to navigate a property that I've never been to that's huge and figure out where I, where I think the bucks are and actually see bucks in that spot. And then I'm like, okay, you've learned something. You know a little bit. Now learn more and figure the rest out. I mean, there's so, there's so much to it. What, what I noticed with, with public land, like, you go into every public land understanding that some shit beyond your control could go down that's going to screw your hunt up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like tonight when we uh, when that guy was walking out to his stand. Oh, my God. You think he saw us? If he didn't, he's... Blind? No, anyway, like, so on public land, variables hey, happen well, outside well, your control. It is what it is. Hold that thought for one second. All right, sorry. We had to take a quick intermission. No, basically what I was saying is on, on public land, when things go outside of your control... Awry? When things say. go awry, you kind of you kind of expect it. That, like, you're just like, whatever, we'll work around it. We, we walked right up on that guy hunting today. We're like, you know what, we'll move. On private land, like... <clears throat> Some dude, like, we just had it, like, we had a trespasser on our property, and it, it ruined my week. Like, a guy drove his Jeep through, like, our whole bedding areas, and, like, he just trashed our farm with his Jeep, and, like, it really stressed me out. Or, like, someone else on your farm hunts something, like, on a bad wind or something. You get all bent out of shape about it. It, it causes a lot more stress to me than, like, public land. You don't know what's going on when you're not there, and you don't care because it's out of your control. Yep. You know? So it's actually kind of a little more relaxing hunting public land sometimes because you don't try to be in charge of everything that's happening out there. Yeah. You know, it's just... Or it's you just, got people that know where you hunt and they call you up. Oh, I just seen a giant... I almost hit him with my truck running into your property. It's like, oh... You, and you're like, get away from my God, property. Really? I don't want to know about this because my cameras ain't picking up a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no tra- no trail cameras, so you don't, you, don't, you don't really know what you're going to run into out there either. Public land to me has become just... This is my second public land trip, and I absolutely love it. And I and I'll, I will continue to do more of it. And it, I love that I know it's there because I used to worry, like, what happens if I lose my lease? Because at any moment, yeah. that guy could sell his property, and I lose my, my lease. Biggest fear, right? or, or my dad sells his, his property. I don't think he ever would, but I always thought about that. But biggest I'm fear. like... It doesn't matter to me anymore because I got public land. I can go there anytime I want and hunt it. And I can yep. go in any state and hunt that too. Right. And uh, to I, me, I'm glad I'm glad that I did it and got over the fear of it. I was honestly probably afraid of it. Yeah. Like two things. I don't know what I'm doing enough. And it's a big, scary fucking woods. Yep. I mean, there's a whole lot that can go wrong, really. Not, not from the area. And Another huge detail we're leaving out is we're talking about bow hunting public land gun hunting public land is yeah a, that could be a shit show that's i don't another, know that i term. i really don't know that i would gun hunt public land and i know that i won't ever take my kids out public no public land see we went anytime i anytime i hunt public land with a gun i'd make sure i'm high up in a tree you we know went, we went up north last like year. high up in a tree or like high up in a tree like both like, okay <laughs> high and up in a tree you don't want to steal shit <laughs> <laughs> No, we went up north last year for open day gun season. And granted, the deer camp aspect of it was great, but the hunting was just horrible. It just to me, I, God, I, I, I didn't have the drive every time I, you know, we're driving to our spots and you're passing like campsite after campsite after campsite with three, four vehicles. You oh know how many gosh. people are hunting that, and 
you know, it's every every block, not even a mile. It's every like tenth of a mile. Yeah, you, you can camp campsite. on public land in Michigan. Yep. People are more likely to set up right next to you with a gun too, because they're like, oh, I can, especially up north, like I can shoot two, three hundred yards. Like, yeah. I don't care if I'm sitting next to you. And honestly, it's opening day, first kind of deal. Opening day of gun season up there last year was I didn't run into a single hunter whatsoever. Really? We had a, I had a car parked next to my truck when I got back to the spot. Never seen him. Don't know where he's at. Um, the third or fourth day into gun season, every time I go out, I'd run into five, six people. It was like, where did you guys come from? Yeah. Like, you guys weren't here, you know, on the good day. It was a weekend, too, yeah. last year. Like, you guys weren't here. When we went to... Uh, here you are on a Wednesday. The first spot we stopped in in Missouri last year, dude, it was... It was bad. We pulled in at night. We pulled into the one parking spot area, and there's, like, four campers there, a bunch of tents, and we're like, holy shit. The, the, the spot we went to was huge, like, huge. Like, where we're at today is, like, ten of those. Mm. So we were like, well, we'll go up here to this side of it, and there's another campsite area. So we went up there, same thing bunch of campers. So we, we set up camp, and then when we went. camping in the same spot, though, and they did. Is well, there's enough. There's honestly enough land to go around there. Is that bow hunting? But yeah, but I ran into like three guys. Op- that m- first morning we were there. Nico ran into a couple guys. Dean ran into some people. We all saw guys. So we were like, you know what? We're gonna go somewhere else and check it out. So we went and drove south and found a spot where there was like one car and all the parking lots all the way around the piece. We like drove around and looked in all the parking lots. There was one car. Was it you or Nico that was telling me about the uh, the Amish kids walking around and stuff? Probably both of us. I, I was walking up. They don't use lights. You right? need a lighter, Scott? Yeah. They don't use lights. And Dead air. Dead air. Scott's relighting his backwood. Shout out to backwoods. Anyone wants I just burnt my me? nose. <laughs> <laughs> so back to that story. I was walking out. I went in. So deep. I showed him today where I went. I almost damn near cleared the whole property, and it was like 1,500 acres. I almost went from one from the north side to the south side, and uh, I just scouted all day. No hot fresh sign. I found very little sign. I found a lot of sign right at the road when I first went in, and a dead buck. So I kept going. I'll find more sign in 50 yards. Never found more sign. Uh, so I sat till dark. <clears throat> I saw a buck though. It was a spike. Uh, I'm walking back, you know, they had like, they had pretty nice manicured trails throughout, you know, that you could walk. And I'm walking back and I look up, I'm looking at the ground and I look, I had my light off. I look up and there's a, there's a fucking person standing in the middle of the trail in the dark. Nope. And it's a tall person. I know it's not Nico. Was it, was it Slenderman? It looked like that. It scared (laughs) me. I'm out. It scared the shit out of me. I, I couldn't get my light on fast enough. I was like. I, I like fumbled around and try to turn my light on. I get it on and it's this Amish dude. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Holy crap, dude! You scared me." He had a crossbow. He's laughing. Sorry. He walked back with me to his horse. No, he, he had, had a, a horse. He had a horse and buggy. Was he Amish? Yeah. He's oh, a, you he's said an that Amish dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it a wooden crossbow? No, it was a real cross. It was like a raven. <laughs> like, I was like, he can shoot 100 yards, yeah. but he did. He can shoot 100 yards with his yeah. crossbow, but he's going to take a buggy home. A $2,000 bow, but there was, I was all Amish people all the way around the whole property. In fact, we were driving by in the daytime. There was The one house had like four deadheads on the front porch. They were humongous. Like, by deadheads, do you mean they were found? I don't know. 
because that goes back to my Euro mount theory. Yeah, but you never know with those. They're the Amish, so. <clears throat> I, I they don't have Instagram anyway. So I suspect matter. they but shot they those deer. And they were putting them on their porch to bleach them in the sun because they're Amish. And that was what, that would be what an Amish person would do. They don't know how to make bleach, do they? I don't yeah, think. They do. Are there Amish chemists? So, like, the Amish culture, they can per... So they have, like, a, a ministry, right? Each ministry can decide, like, what they can and can't have. So, like, some of them drive vehicles. Some of them... Yeah, I follow an Amish guy on TikTok, and he like, tells you all He's got a TikTok. Yeah. He's ex-Amish. He left I don't know Amish shit about community. Amish people, apparently. He, he left the Amish community, and he, uh... He... His Amish community that he was involved in was, like, the, the, the strictest kind. Yep. And he's got all kinds of shady stories about shit they did. Like Remember that reality stuff. show about them? There's a yeah. He said it's all bullshit. There's a that none of that is true. They're like uh, act like he said that there's no organized crime going on in no. the mafia. He said there is bad shit. Like he was talking I about was, like some pedophilia and shit like that. He goes, but he's like, and he's like obviously not in every every community, but he's like the one he was in. It's really interesting TikTok because he just tells stories about being obvious. Did he say which community it is so we can put him on? The it was in Ohio. There's a lot from Ohio. That makes sense. Yeah. Lot, like, <laughs> it does make sense. Oh, I hate Ohio. I'm just kidding. I actually, I, I, hate I hate on Ohio a lot, but dude, Ohio's been the shit. Oh yeah. Shout so out far. to the Ohio DNR too, man. Yeah, they're cool as hell. They're we really cool. Didn't even check my tags. Yeah, he didn't ask us for nothing. Oh, I was like, wow, that was. A and big and he didn't. We 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 ran into those. Oh wait, you weren't there. We no. so there's some duck hunters in the there's a pond across the street from the place we sat in the morning. Yep. There's a easy. Yeah, you're right. There's a big. There's water. There's a big parking lot, and there was a guy. Uh, there was a guy with a camper, and we were like, "I thought you couldn't camp." And he's like, "No, we saw them at Walmart tonight." And we we're like, "Hey," he asked him if the DNR had said anything about the camper, and they said no. No kidding. I'm like, wow. But we found the best campground in the world, so yeah, we'll forever be camping. Yeah, because I thought about it for a second. I was like, well, maybe next year we could just stay out out there, and I'm like, hell no. I'm staying at this campground that shall not be named. Where you can chew <laughs> We don't it's even on know. The, it's on the far west I side called the guy. We might need to edit that out. I don't want to put that. Well, nobody's, nobody even said anywhere where, nobody even knows where we are. Yeah, I just we're, don't want to throw. We're just in the state uh, of Ohio. I don't even want to say his name. I don't want to throw him It's Tom, the isn't it? I called him Bob today. I don't think he actually shoots comrades. I don't think he does either. I think he's an old man that likes to talk. What was his name? Bill? I don't blame Bill. him for wanting Bill. to shoot comrades, Is but it you Bill? can't, people. Yeah, yeah I, I called him. Did I call him Bob today? You guys have called him everything but his actual name. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say nothing, though. Oh, let me go steal this guy's wood Hey, real Tom. Quick. Tom, you got a Sawzall? <laughs> yeah, then he tells us. He literally is, like, letting us. He, there's no, like, not yet. I, don't, I still don't know what I want to do with that deer. There's permanent sites here, and this guy, the first day, he's like, he points at one of the sites nearby and tells us to just feel free to help ourselves to that person's firewood. They have like a giant stack of firewood. He was all replaced in the spring. Just go ahead and take whatever you want. Yeah, like <laughs> over accommodating. Yes, like, very much. Almost overwhelming. Almost no. scares me for a while. We got to remember to pay him. That's the other thing. He, he told, even asked us for money. He told yet. me to put the money in a Dropbox yeah. on my way out. Yeah. <laughs> what if we never? Yeah. It's wild. It's really wild. Yeah, they're open year round. Even the neighbors here have been dropping off wood to us and sitting yeah, yeah. with us. Like, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. yeah like, you Ohioans aren't so bad. The three of them yeah, that are here. But after all. I actually ran into some guys here uh, running rabbit dogs today. That's what you're saying. They were, they were super cool. But, yeah, I got 
I got pushed out of my spot this morning. <clears throat> I mean, I guess I probably could have stuck it out, but I was already pissed off. Went, Go, got, judging by how our hunt went, you might have been better off. Probably. I got. I went to set up. I had this. As I was walking, I found this tree, and it was perfect. It was. Uh, I had fresh cut beans, and then it went into some switch grasses, and it was right on the point. You had fresh cut beans, but did, did you have any fresh outside? No. Uh, there was one. One scrape. <laughs> one scrape across the field. You never set up unless you find fresh outside. But uh. <laughs> So I had this tree picked out. It was perfect. It came out into a little like peninsula. They came out into the field right where the right where that switchgrass and the beans. Scott, will you grab me one? Oh, and sorry, uh, beer? Yeah, please. Uh, not uh, apple flavored one. Okay. What were we saying, Tyler? You <laughs> keep talking. I'm so, um, so I got up into this tree. I got three sticks high, and I realized, well, shit. There's a lot of branches up here, and I didn't see your, it at. Hey, Steve, do you Quit want one of your... interrupting Tyler. you want one of your pumpkin spice beers that are in the cooler? If, if we don't have those, otherwise I would. Oh, there's totally pumpkin spice beers in there. I don't know who brought them, but it wasn't me. That's an Oktoberfest, son, and that's not pumpkin spice. Oktoberfest. I'll oh, take one of those, though. There should be two in there. It's got a, you want one of those? I like Oktoberfest. Yeah. Those are good. Dude, you're drinking chocolate, liquor-flavored chocolate milk over here. No, it's peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> I'm just going to drink the whiskey part. I'm going to drink some more of this big house. Don't make fun of me about my record <laughs> <your> choices. <laughs> All right, Tyler, sorry. Tell your story. No. So so I got got to the spot. I got three sticks high. And I was like, well, that's probably all the higher I can get. Because it was a pretty small tree. It was probably the size of my thigh. And I'm not the biggest guy. So um, got set up, got everything in. I was all set up, ready to hunt. And it started getting daylight on me, and I realized, oh, shit, I can't shoot out of this tree. At all? At all. Not really? at all. Like, not one spot. I was like, nope, this is stupid. And, I mean, we're on public land. You can't cut limbs, can't bend them, nothing. Can't break them off, so. You can't bend them? I don't think I don't think you can do anything. No, can you, no you, you're not supposed to. Can you cut dead branches? <laughs> no. no. What if you're, like, walking no, through the woods and you not, walk through some dead branches? I don't no, think. No, okay, so hold on. You can you can bend them as long as you don't damage them. Right. Because the guys on the hunting public... Yeah. The hunting public, guys. I feel like such a... The chocolate milk's fucking you up. <laughs> I feel like an idiot saying that, but... The, pu- the hunting public, guys, said... I've watched them uh, tie branches yeah. for shooting lanes. They'll take rope out there with them and tie tie branches off so that they open well, they're up not a lane. damaging the tree. Yeah, so. I've never caught... I would never, ever cut a branch in a public lane. I would never do that. That's poaching. Yeah. It's <laughs> poaching. We determined that today that if you cut branches on public land, you are a dirty poacher. So so I, I tore everything down. Hooker. I'm all pissed off. I was like, I guess I'll walk and try to find another tree. So I walked probably 100 yards, couldn't find another damn tree. And I decided, well, it's getting daylight now. I might as well just sit on the ground. Thank oh, you. I didn't know you wanted one of those. So I'll just sit on the ground. So I ended up taking my. Uh, no, I've, I've had a I took my platform. I took my platform and I tied it up to a tree and sat on that for. You sat on your platform? Yeah, for about a half hour, and then all of a sudden I had some. I don't know if they were feathers. Oh, on like there. on the ground. Like you made it into a. Seat. Like into a tree, yeah. I strapped. Oh, it to at a the tree bottom of a tree. That's yep. fucking. That's smart. Some yep. guys do it with their saddles too. That's yep. So I did that. Well, I figured it'd be weird to. Hunt yeah, just saddle, facing a tree. Like, Ernie, Ernie a Powers eats his lunch off of it at the outdoor rama. Yeah. 
<laughs> I watched him do it. <laughs> but it got rudely inter- interrupted with, I don't know if they were rabbit hunting or bird hunting. So I decided, all right, this is it. Packed everything up. I was already pissed off from not being in the tree that I wanted to be in. And uh, so I went and drove. I put 120 miles on my truck today. Just <laughs> driving around, looking at everything. I uh, ended up running into some locals. They were running uh, rabbit dogs. And uh, they gave me the scoop of where I needed to be. He's like, I don't deer hunt, but I but I see them all the damn time. Dogs always run big old bucks by me. I was like, oh, where's that at? That's that's one thing you can. I've learned public land is uh, a, a deer a deer hunter is gonna lie to you, which we learned 100%. when we when we were looking into these spots. We yeah. lo- there were some people where we we identified a few people that were just straight up lying. Yeah, well, and. A, a duck hunter's not going to lie to you about where the deer are at. Well, we were, a we rabbit were, hunter's not going to lie to you about where the deer are at, for the most yeah. part. Yeah, we were given some pretty false information, and we dug some deeper. I don't know. We almost, we almost this, changed right? the whole trip yeah. around. I don't know if they were lying to us or if they were just telling us something what they that heard. they thought, and yeah. it was an exaggerated rumor. Well, per the locals, they, they confirmed that that was not true. Which, so. yeah. a- another shout-out. So, we, we talked to the biologist that yeah. ran yeah. the study. Another right. shout-out to Ohio DNR. You call those guys, you leave a message. A biologist right will back. call you back, and they'll answer all yeah. your questions. Yeah, we, we, we like, the the story we got was likely an exact, like, just to, be, just to be clear, the people who told us, the two people that told me these stories were getting it from third party. Right. So yeah, you can't blame them. Yeah, they were getting information from somebody else who because I'm sure it deterred them that if they and they might very well like the one group apparently doesn't come here isn't coming here this year because of this rumor that they heard and we found it to be completely untrue. Yeah, like like really really untrue. Really far from what the actual truth was. And now you could argue, well, I don't trust the DNR. Well, okay, I mean. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, yeah, I, I think yeah. the proof's in the pudding. I mean, did you guys, on your way down here, did you guys see any, or on the way to your guys' spot today, did you see any deer on the road? Oh, we saw deer all night last night. We I saw, saw a giant buck last night. I One saw, antlered, but he was, he was thick. I saw more deer headed to my spot this morning than I have all season. Yeah, we home. saw, we seen a bunch of deer all, all around here in the morning and the night. I'd in, say in, I, uh, I've seen ro- close probably 40 deer on my way just driving down here. And all the locals are like, Oh yeah, you go over to this one spot. You go there at like ten o'clock at night. There'll be a hundred deer out in this field. And yeah. It's all public. I'm like, no kidding. But he's like, you can't really get. It's hard to access because there's a road out and this and that. But and you said, Psh, watch me. I got my tethered saddle. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yep. I I just gotta. Did you see our story tonight about? Uh, what happens when you wear a trophy? <laughs> no, Get into that a little bit. You look like a. You look like you got a vagina. So I was, I was recording, and I noticed that uh, Scott had a fat package in his, uh, <laughs> in his tethered saddle. <laughs> the tethered saddle accentuates it's very the package area. It's similar to like gray sweatpants season. Uh, yeah, I guess you know? gotta have a package the trophy rich saddle. Compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, you look at the trophy ridge and the way the straps line up, it, <laughs> it just cock blocks you literally. <laughs> well, I didn't notice all day. You're like you're adjusting those straps. Yeah, you was, don't adjust. I didn't, never have to adjust mine. I, I don't want to shit on trophy ridge because they, they right. gave me like a kind of cool discount on my saddle. But I think that they, uh, I bought an older model. So I think what happened with Trophy Ridge is they, I believe they closed their doors, 
and then when tethered opened up and got popular i think i don't i don't i hope i'm not wrong but they opened right back up and they started selling their old shit and then I think they immediately started redesigning their stuff. Oh yeah, tethered. It, I think they make a lot the better stuff like, now. But my my saddle is like a giant diaper. <laughs> That's yeah, what my family called. When I bought mine, like I was last year, you asked me, oh saddle hunting this and that and i did a little research on it i was like that's so fucking stupid i said i'm not doing that. <laughs> it's easy to make, I, it's one, easy to make it's fun easy it's so easy it's like guys that wear sick again yeah, yeah. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> you were so you were so jealous i mean i'd wear it if i could afford it but fuck i got two kids. My, my, my mom told me that if you're getting made fun of it's only because your friends are the people are jealous of you we're in the stand today and it's 52 <laughs> degrees and scott's like Dude, can I get some of that sicko? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Friday. Can morning. I get that sicko flat brim? I'm freezing. Hey, I want to run that beanie you got in there. <laughs> yo, yo, are you running that? You running it? Are you gonna run that beanie tonight? Should I run this beanie or this flat brim? We talked a lot about things that we hate that people say in the hunting industry this year, this this weekend. We, it's determined that we hate when people say when you're referring to the gear you're using, using. You say running. Running. What saddle are you running? You running the tether, the Mantis or the uh, Phantom? Oh yeah, I'm running this uh, this old school Trophy Ridge. I'm running uh, I'm running uh, Montex with a 900 grain arrow. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with a lot. There was a lot of them. The the fresh hot sign one was the one that stuck the stuck most. The most. We don't hate when people say no, that. No, I don't hate when people say that. It just, it's just we funny. just it's it was funny. just fun to say. Keying in, keying in, keying in, keying. In. We keyed in on some fresh hot sign. And we, we what were, you gotta do is you gotta key in on the ridge lines. <laughs> Elevation changes. Thermals. Everybody says the same thing. Every and then yep. we made fun of well, ourselves for deer hunting. He turned the camera, I'm like, let me talk to the camera. He's like, all right, so he turns the camera, and I'm like, all right, so. And I'm like, fucking goddamn, I always say, all right, so, when all I right, start so. talking, and I <laughs> don't know why, and I hate it. <laughs> all right, so here I am, it's October 2nd. The weather is cold. There's a cold front that came in last night. I'm sitting over some bean fields. There's some water over here. There's bedding behind me. The wind's perfect for where I'm sitting. Most of the time, they're probably full of shit. Yep. The wind's not perfect for where you're That's sitting. what I hate about self-filming is I feel like the biggest jackass talking to myself. A lot of times when I'm sitting in my private, my private land, sometimes it's really hard to play the wind. There's times where I'm I like... Don't. Fuck it. I I get, there's so, nothing I can do today. I get I so got, complacent with them. I got to hunt today. I'm going in. Yep. Fuck it. I get I'm going to so hunt complacent. what's best. But See, yeah. I mean, you got that new beautiful schedule where you get a vacation every fucking four days. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to be <laughs> off for like three weeks after this week. I've got, I've got 20 days go back off. To work, I go back to work Wednesday and Friday, and then I'm off for like until like the 20th of November. I work seven days, and I'm off for 10, then I work for three, and then I'm off for 10 again. So. I don't even know if my wife knows that I have much. I, I don't actually don't have that much her. time off. I don't Just actually. Going to work. I don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah, come, come to a fucking buttfuck Ohio. I don't have that much time off yet. I have See, I a couple I, days I have to get off, but I'm gonna get them off. I got November seventh off, so that gives me five days off that week. I guess. Well, we're going back to Missouri October second through the eighth. What's your favorite rut day? Mine's November seventh. Uh, November tenth. But last year was the twelfth. I like the seventh as well. What was the other? I asked you a good question yesterday. Oh no, never mind. Uh, the first, what was it? The first two weeks, uh, right before the fifteenth, man, it's always rocking. Yeah, always I, I like. I honestly, b- between from October thirtieth to November fifteenth is my yeah, favorite absolutely. time to be in the woods. I'm sorry, I'll take that back. 
from October 30th to November 16th is my favorite time to be well, in the woods. Well, that's everybody's favorite time to be in the woods. I like, I like. No, it's just mine. <laughs> I like. I, I, no, I figured this out, and now it's on a podcast, and now everyone's going to copy me. People are going to learn. Well, it seems like it goes to shit, you know, right after opening day gun yeah, season. Yeah, opening day gun season. And then, gun season for me is about deer camping. Which being absolutely makes me want to come back to, dude, Ohio's gun opener is until the 29th. Like, Michigan yeah, deer you hunter. Can. You already Michigan bull hunter should be down here. Yeah, well, I, I fucked that up. But Michigan bow hunters should be down here taking advantage of that, like like that dead zone between November fifteenth and on, right? Where the woods kind of seem they definitely shift. I mean, I don't say they shit, shut down after opening day, but yeah. things change. Oh you know, I yeah, get it. for and sure. That, that's my plan is so I, I took uh, one of my I'm off the twenty fifth through the fifth of December as well. So I'm off for gun opener down that's here. A great time. To so, be dude, I, I I had one of my most ruddiest days in. The second week of gun season, I was hunting with my stepson. Like that Thanksgiving weekend? Or no? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around that time. Around yeah. Thanksgiving. I can't remember what day it was, dude, but it was insane. Just in my property alone, in like the 10 acres of woods that I have, rut fest. Dude, rut fest. I shot a buck. I, I shot at a, bu- at a bigger buck. I missed him. I seen like four different bucks fighting each other. Chasing does, like, I probably saw, like, eight bucks that day that were good. My stepson was like, it was like, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one over there. Oh, shit. Like, I was, I had my sights on, no, Austin was about to shoot a small buck, and a fucking giant comes in behind him. And <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I did, because it was shameful. You didn't trim branches on public land, did you? No, this is on private. Oh, okay. I would never do that on public land. Uh, he, Austin was cool with me shooting that buck, and then I missed it. He was like, I was like, there's a bigger one behind it. He's like, there is, and he got really fucked, like, freaked out, and he goes, I said, uh, I said, you want to shoot it or you want me to shoot it? And I was, I was like, hoping that he would say what I wanted him to say, and he him did. to shoot it so that you don't miss it? He goes, he goes, you can shoot it. You should shoot this one. And he handed me the gun, and I was like. Hell yeah. And After that, you already missed one? No, I missed that one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I missed that Did one. Did you blame it on the dial again? No, it wasn't the dial's fault. I don't know how I missed, I don't know how I missed it. Someone adjusted the dial on my scope. Yeah, Yeah. so, no, I, I those those couple weeks, oh, those are my favorite times being in the wood. I mean, I, I, obviously, it's everybody's so, favorite time. But. So, uh, are the neighboring properties, like, heavily hunted over where you're at? Uh, so the south end of my, my property is a rectangle. It's a quarter mile. It's exactly a quarter mile wide and a mile from the road deep. So it's a long rectangle. The back south, uh, I don't know where north is. Like southeast. So like the road's north. Okay. My, 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 my mile goes straight south. So the back south property, like the borders of south, and then it curls around the uh, the southeast that's owned by a uh, like Walters and Dimmick petroleum company it says it's they own the Johnny's markets I don't know if you ever seen those so it might not they're, be hunting like, at all no I see people out there I've seen I've seen guys shoot bucks out there that's where yeah. I saw that buck guy shoot a buck this year dude a lot of locals treat those type of properties it's that are owned land. by corporations I, and stuff they treat them like public lands I sometimes. know I don't I I because I asked the DNR guy who hunts that and he told me no one's a lot no one's supposed to hunt it. Yeah. And I've seen multiple people on that property. Uh, I watched a guy miss a buck a couple of years ago, a giant. There was three bucks coming out of the woods, and he shot 
and they all three went scattering and he came out and looked for blood and then went back in and sat in a tree. Um, How long did he look for blood? Like fucking ten minutes. That's like, what gun hunters do sometimes. It was terrible. He had a crossbow too. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, not that I'm shitting on people that have crossbows, but he had a crossbow. <laughs> My dad gets so mad at me. Ten minutes is not a long time to look for blood. My dad gets so mad at me if I say bad things about crossbow hunters. Uh, my dad, he he uh, he likes to pretend he's gonna pick the compound up again. No, I think I think the, if, I don't want to have a whole discussion on crossbows, but there's a time and a place, and there's a person. Yep. Some people should be shooting a crossbow. My dad's at that time in his life where he should be shooting a crossbow, and there's no shame in that whatsoever. My dad just killed a lot of deer with a compound bow. But I'll say I'll say this. I think that if Tyler took a compound bow out and went hunting all through bow season, I would tell him he's a bitch. Crossbow, you mean? Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, crossbow. I would so, tell him he's a bitch. So, my dad. Sorry. He, and I have good friends who use comp or crossbows, and I'll tell I'll tell them. My dad, I mean, he always just gun hunted. Like, that's the only time that he would hunt. I mean, he's not big into it whatsoever. And uh, oh, I'd say it's been five years now. I ended up buying a crossbow off of a buddy. You're a bitch. It was like it was a hundred bucks, dude. He's like he was hurting for the money. He wanted, he wanted just to get tell rid people of you bought it for your kids. So I said, no, man, they're fun to shoot. <laughs> they they're, fun. they're funner they're, than hell well, to shoot. I just joking. like target shoot with it. I'm just but joking. So, so I, you know, I bought it, shot it a few times. My dad came out. He's like, oh, what's that? I, he'll never bow hunt, right? Yeah, yeah. He comes out. He starts slinging arrows. I mean, he's dead nuts out to 40 with this thing i mean it's a it was hard a little, to argue it was with a that. little barnet yeah it, it really a, is hard yeah. to argue with that especially those new ones it man. was a little barnet recruit like these things i think the pullback weight's like 140 Dude, I, I don't my know dad exactly. shot one at 60 yards last year and killed but, it yeah so my dad he those you know, ravens go 100 he shot yeah that they thing. go 100 in perfect conditions yeah i mean they're gonna go 100 but accurately in perfect conditions yeah like you're not shooting a buck at 100 yards no that that deer's not anywhere near where he was when he pulled the trigger. Unless you wait for the throat. <laughs> Unless you drill in the throat. <laughs> so Scott had me convinced tonight that he he had me fully convinced tonight because we were we get up in the tree. I don't mean to change the subjects, but we get up in the tree and that we're looking we're looking at the way the trails are laid out, and I'm up in the tree with him. And we're both in the saddle, and uh, we're just we're looking at the way the trails laid out, and we realized there was a lot of shots that he couldn't make. And he's like, he goes, fuck it, dude. He goes, if one comes in, he's like, I'm fucking drilling it right in the throat. And I'm like, you want me to film that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the but, funny thing is, I didn't realize that you th- that that I sold you on that. I thought, dude, I was sold. And I, I thought was you like, knew I was, I was joking. like, dude, you might get some. Ba-. In my head, I'm like, you're an idiot. But like, <laughs> to be nice, I'm like, you might get some backlash for that, dude. Like, you probably don't want to put that out right. there. And he's like, I don't think you ever, you told me you were fucking with me for a little while. It was a while, it was when that buck came in, because you, you told me, you were like, cause why I, didn't you shoot it in the, oh, I, I was I, like, I, I was down. And, <laughs> and you were like, I was 100% sure that you were going to shoot that thing in the throat. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I was just joking about that. <laughs> I'm like, thank God, I've never hunted with well, you again. Because I, <laughs> I told you that I was going to do it, and then that generated an actual conversation that was like a real conversation about shooting deer in the throat. Yeah, like the frontal shot. So that's probably why you thought I was being so serious, because I like actually <laughs> talked about it. Because there is a conversation to be had with that situation, especially if you're a ground. Because that buck but... walked through through some trees and literally his, <laughs> only his throat was exposed. Yeah. And I'm holding the camera. I've never filmed anything in my life, but. so I'm holding the camera like shaking, like 
Here comes. I wanted I wanted to watch a deer get shot in the throat, like not through the lens of the camera, <laughs> just for like weird personal reasons. But like, I drew on him because the way he was going, he if he would have went, if he wouldn't have turned, he went left, he went east. If he would have, he didn't the, even need. The it. listeners the, don't have a compass. Yeah, the direction that they, they were going, he was going in. He was about ten yards from a twenty-five yard shot for me that was clear. So that's why I pulled back because I'm like, I'll pull back now. He's not looking at me. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna, I, I pulled way early. I was holding it for a long time. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you pulled, you pulled quite I, early. Yeah, Cause was, that, that deer had a lot of walking to do before he was, but you were going to shoot him in the throat. So I figured, <laughs> I figured you knew what you were doing. No, I was just, I just, I probably pulled too early, but I, in my, my head, I'm like, pull now because he's not looking at you at all and, and, and in 10 yards he had he had there was a shot if he went that way he didn't go that way though he went the wrong way which which and then i grunted he, he didn't care about your grunt he, you know what he stopped your snorweed stopped him we didn't talk about it at the time but i don't think he liked the sound of me dropping my call out of the tree <laughs> he didn't do anything though he you did drop your call he, he turned his, his head call. and walked away <laughs> no he you you grunted, and then you snort wheezed. He didn't turn his he only turned his head for that snort wheeze. Yeah, but do you snort wheeze with just your mouth? No, I have the little snort wheeze. He had already he had already turned his head back and he when had I dropped already, my call. Yep, he had already had his he was already we'll looking have to go back away. To the footage. Yeah, he was already looking away when. Do you have that on camera? No, you don't. That's right. Didn't press <laughs> That's why I said that. You didn't press I record. I, I knew I fucked it up. I forgot. To yeah, he's record. like, oh, I got the whole thing on camera. I'm like, oh, sweet. Up. I hit the button. It's like a second of recording. It's like my back. And then it shuts off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that buck came back. I'm like, nice. And nice we got, some, we got some sick it. footage of that buck oh, walking he's a away. giant, too. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, oh, he's not that big. I would have shot them. I would have shot him all him. day, dude. I would have shot him right in the throat. He was a seven point. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't even remember what you're talking about. Oh, crossbows. Yeah, I don't well, have a problem with people who use crossbows. This is what I think about crossbows. I think unless if you if you are like my dad who who has a reason he 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 had to have open heart surgery, couldn't pull a bow back, he got a crossbow. He realized that this is a lot better for me, and that's cool. I think an age, an age. There should be an age. Okay, you want to hunt. All I like the way it used to be, where you need a doctor's note. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. But because I have new Those guys can get I have a new it. New opinion. I got. But if they have it, if so, there should be some kind of criteria that that exempts you from the law of the crossbow not being a, a not being considered archery equipment to be used throughout an entirety of an archery season. Now, if you want to give crossbow hunters their own portion of uh, archery season, cool. I'd vote um, for that. Yeah, me too. You got you can have your a week or two, whatever, whatever it may be, where you're allowed to shoot a crossbow during archery season. That's awesome. And everybody else who who like guys like my dad, you can you can still hunt all your. You can hunt the whole season with your crossbow. But, but eighteen year olds. But, but an eighteen year old who yes. But here, so here's my other theory on crossbows, pro pro cost kids kids too. So it's perfect for getting kids in the world. I have I, I know a lot of guys who they pull their bow out of their case late September and they yes. go shit. I gotta get yeah. new. Strings. I know where you're going with this. I got it. And like, you don't want to tell those guys don't hunt because a lot of them are like 
just getting into it, you know. So like, yep. to me, it's like if if it's legal to hunt with a crossbow in your state, and and you like are honest with yourself and realize, hey man, I don't I don't practice I I, I don't practice year round or right. I don't even practice until a week before the season. Buy a fucking crossbow so you can pull it out, shoot it twice, and you're good. Cause like, it's dude, like dude, I practice every. I practice, I shoot my bow every single day. I mean, at least ten for the most part, every single day. And I made a bad shot on that bark. You know, it happens, man. So, like, biggest thing with crossbows for me is like it. Now my dad bow hunts with me. So that's cool. That's really cool. Granted, my dad. You got your dad. My dad's forty-two. Like he's more willing than able to be able to get into compound bow hunting, but he has no interest in it. He likes crossbow hunting because it's easy. He can go out there. You know, he, we haven't touched the sights in three years with that thing, right? But kind of looks like you guys are like that, coddling or something. Your well, because you got this right? fucking you got this fucking Amazon <laughs> microphone. But but that uh, you know that motherfucker. The first year he gets his crossbow, it was November second, I believe it was like 2018 or 19. Um, I hunted that morning. I had my target buck come through. He was like 100. We never even measured him. He's right around 130s, 140s, 8-point. Tall, gnarly little fucker. And uh, I called him up and I said, hey, bucks are on their feet, they're dog and does, you need to hunt tonight. He's like, he won't go unless I'm seeing shit. And uh, that's one of the so benefits go, of being a dad. I go, okay, he, this buck went to the one end of my property. I said, I'm gonna go hunt that side. He's like, well, the way my property works is I got my main farm and then my grandpa's got a chunk that kind of like kitty corners in. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to go over to over to dad's property. I was like, okay, whatever. You're not going to see anything over there. So we're sitting in a stand. I got I got a combine picking beans in front of me, which picking be- with a combine with beans, it's like nothing's going to happen now. Corn, on the other hand, I'll hunt. I'll hunt corn all day Why long that, when they're picking. Why uh, the deer don't come running to the beans like they do the corn? Right. Right, you know, I mean, deer bed in the corn. When the corn's standing, that's deer true. bed in that. So they're going to be moving. So that that buck so last night was bedded in the yep. corn. You're so that's why I asked you guys that question for your podcast, because I really haven't hunted a lot of standing corn. Yeah, yep. yeah. You're going to. Oh, yeah, shit. they'll lay in there. When, when they, I've, I've ridden in combines before, like, you'll go through, you'll kick up a deer, and then the next pass that you're coming back towards the way that you just came same from, deer. that deer's standing in the same spot, just standing there. Um, oh, in the open field. Yeah, like, he doesn't field. quite know he what don't, to do. He don't care about the tractor. That was his bed. He just fucked up. Like way to go. But uh, but so, he don't quite understand what happened just yet. Right. Uh, yeah. And I've actually I've had it where, you know, as as the combine spitting out the, the like debris, them deer are going around picking up all the scraps. Right behind. They're them. they're eating right behind the combine. Um, but anyway, so they're picking beans. I'm not seeing shit. I'm getting pissed. And the farmer came out, and I don't know if he did it on purpose or what. Let me get a lip of that grizz really quick. He made a he made a grizz lip. He made a big figure eight right in front of my stand, and then he went to the complete opposite end of the field. And I was like, "You dickhead!" Sounds like he hates hunters. He lets me hunt, so hey, I'm not bitching. But anyway, like my phone's at two percent now, and my dad texts me, "Got him," and I said, "Who? Fuck do you? What do you mean?" He goes, got him. He's down. I was like, what are you, what the fuck? So I managed to get a, I managed to call him, and he's like, I just shot that big eight point you've been watching all year, and I've had pictures of this deer from, like, June all the way up every single day. This he deer shouldn't was, have worded it like that. He's like, got him. 
I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, yep, sure shit, deer ran like 50 yards, pile up dead. How far First, was that? Uh, so he went and instead of sitting in the stand that was in the spot, he just sat on the ground and this deer stepped out five yards next to him. Jesus. He goes, I didn't even aim. I just pulled up and shot and I drilled him. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't. Ugh. It pisses me off to this day because I'm like, man, I can't get that dumb luck. But And he's done this multiple times. 2000 and, I don't know, 13 maybe? Um, we're, it's opening day of gun, second day of gun season. He's like, oh, we had this farm. We're not on it anymore, but I'm going to go sit in the farmer's tripod, which we were able to. He goes, sits in that. And, I mean, it's prime time. It's prime time. I don't see him sitting in it anymore. Where my stand was, I could look with binoculars and see if he was there. Where the hell is he at? You know, we got it 20 minutes till dark. Like, this is perfect time for deer to step out. All of a sudden, I see this deer scooting across the field. My grandpa comes out of the woods because obviously it was too dark, for, too dark inside the woods. So he's walking the edge of the woods, walking up towards me. All of a sudden, I see this deer bump out from the backside of the woods, and he's running across the field right to where that tripod is. I'm like, where the fuck is my dad at? Like, where are you at, man? He's running, running, running to this thick swamp. All of a sudden, I hear, boom, boom, deer piles up dead right in the field. I was like, what the hell? Get over there to him. It's a, it's a stud. It's an old, this deer is probably seven and a half years old. Uh, he's all broken up, but I still, as a, as a scoreable nine point, that's all busted up. He's probably in the 130s. And uh, he's like, oh, I was knocking down all the grasses so that way I can walk in here a little quieter in the morning. He's standing out there 20 minutes before dark and he's kicking down all this marsh grass. And this deer comes running right up to him and shot, shot him at like 10 yards. I'm like, you, are you fucking kidding me? So the moral man? of the story is though, the crossbow got you hunting with your dad again. What's that? The crossbow got you hunting with your dad again. And yeah. you're melting your boots. Right. I can smell, smell your smell boots. <laughs> my, my feet are cold. You were doing that last night, yeah, you were. So, Craig, if you ever listen to this, man, I'm sorry. Craig, he's melting his boots again. <laughs> Craig, Craig drove all the way down here. And he got sick and drove home. Got sick. So I think he, I, I, you know what, I think he left because he didn't want to get us, us sick and he sacrificed his hunt for us. He was really look. He was really looking forward to this trip, too. I'm really Which I have his stuff he knows, so he might have given whatever he had to me. Um, he doesn't have COVID though. He took a test. Yeah, and he's vaccinated. <sighs> Double vaccinated. Dude. Fully vaccinated. He's yeah. taking all doses too. You, he mixed them. And he's on ivermectin. <laughs> I'd be alright. And he's taking again. horse dick pills. <laughs> horse. <laughs> <laughs> they make those? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't have. I, I joke and I shit on crossbows. I don't have a problem with them. I just there's. I, I think I there's there's thing there's in it's a. I'm pro-nuance on that conversation. I think they play a valuable role for the casual bow hunter. Biggest thing is it's getting people out. Yeah. And And, and I thought about something this trip, too. Like, I could get the girls shooting a bow, a crossbow, and get them out in the woods And, dude, they kill deer very well. My daughter's daughter's four. My daughter's four. My goal is to get her a deer by the time she's six. I'd rather see a a 20-year-old kid running around with a crossbow killing a bunch of deer than a 20-year-old kid who... Who starts shit bag? Doesn't no, not a shit bag, but just doesn't really think about hunting until September rolls around. Yeah, and they 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 shoot they shoot a few times and they're on, but then once the adrenaline gets going, they shit the bed and fuck up. Yep. You know, like I'd rather see I'd rather see people kill deer than wound deer any day. Hey, I 
It's a I shot a deer last year with a crossbow. I hate when I, I hate when we get Whoa, on that. You just confessed to it. You man. shot a deer That's with a crossbow. Like, you're I a did. pussy. Nope. Oh, you're, I'm just kidding. You gotta leave. Nope. You gotta go. <laughs> last year, man, I was. Yeah, like, I hate. Uh, you gotta sleep in your truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was. I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take it out." You know, let's see yeah. what it's all about. And it was the worst fucking thing I've ever done in when, my life. When you, you were dirty, I felt so dirty, dude. I shot this thing and it ran ten yards and piled up dead. Did you wash your vagina? <laughs> and you felt bad like, about it. <laughs> I was like. Well, that after, was stupid. After you were done, did you go clean your vagina out? <laughs> I mean, it's usually pretty clean. Pretty uh, if you wild. need to clean your vagina out, you buy yourself a tethered saddle. It gives you much more room in the front. You can clean it in the stand. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of things you you can undo the you can undo the <laughs> leg a, straps. There's a lot of things you can do, especially if you have good Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> we made a good list of things. Oh, God. We made a good list of things that you can not do in a saddle. I had great signal tonight. So. <laughs> oh God. Especially, I was watching movies. I was watching all sorts. You of watched movies, Tommy man. Boy. Hell yeah, Tommy Boy. And then uh, I'm halfway through Road Trip, so. <laughs> gonna pick, we're gonna start that back up in the morning. And I wounded a doe. The wounded doe's outdoors. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna bring it up. Wounded doe. I'll bring out, it up, man. Wounded doe's out, outdoors. That's, that's nice. It happens. It's bow hunting. That's hunting in general. You took a good shot too. I thought. I mean, everything was right. She just turned just a little bit as I shot, and I drilled her right behind the shoulders from the from the back. So. Um, Oh man, I gave it. I walked. I grid searched that whole entire area for two and a half hours, and now not a drop of blood, no arrow, no hair, nothing. Here's a thought, controversial thought. Yep. You think you would have? You think you would have dropped her if you had a fixed blade? No. 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 So I've got nap kill zones. Not sponsored by anybody, but um, those are just trial and error. That's the best broadhead that I found that works for me. Um, I've I've never had an arrow not pass all is, the way through with a fix. This is the first deer that I've yeah lost. And that's the thing. I, I I I know guys who are killers. They kill way more deer than I could even think of, and they shoot all their deer with expandables, and they swear by them. I mean, you it's know? you know, but, but a lot of times you see guys shoot deer on on camera. It and comes, the arrow don't go all the way through. Comes down to placement, man. Yeah, yes. and even like with a, with a fixed blade, sometimes it's better for that arrow to stay in that cavity than it is to go through, because with the yeah, it shakes around. They say yeah, it's gonna bounce around as they run. But, you know, but, that, gonna, but that expandable, a, the expandable, once it starts shaking around, it's kind of rattling around. Yeah, at that I mean, point. same thing. Like as long as it's sharp, still, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna do some damage. You got to think about it. You know, a deer takes off and it runs through. You know, like today, it run runs through some thick CRP stuff. You know, that arrow is going to bounce around and it's going to get hit and shook violently inside that cavity. Like the story and you told me today with Austin. Yeah, it's just going to cut him. My up. son, my son stepped. He shot a uh, a buck quartering two, and it went through its guts and got. Anyone need a beer? It got no. lot. No, I'm good. It got lodged in okay. between its legs. Oh, I got one. And. Uh, I think he he ran probably 50 yards maybe and sat and lay down. Yep. I think he laid down because that arrow was inside of his guts in in between just his legs. Him sick. And it was just it was when he was running it was probably ripping him to shit all yep. all in there. Absolutely. So he just lay down. I mean, he lay down to the point where he was laying down looking at us and we walked right up to him. Yep. And he got up and charged me and my dad shot him in the face. 
not on purpose. It's just how it happened. He shot him with his crossbow, and the bolt went through the deer's face. And as he shot him, I shot too. Well, when my dad's crossbow arrow hit him, it spun him. So as I released, the deer was spinning, and I hit him broadside, and he dropped and died right away. Right. So I, I know guys will shit all over the conversation. Oh, you shot him in the face. It wasn't a purposeful shot. It's just how it happened. I don't I don't even understand how it happened. I just know that's how it happened, and I know that that deer was dead about a second after that happened. So yep. uh, we so, did do what we were supposed to do there. Like, I want to I want to comment on like with this times up times up outdoors and stuff is. Are you about to shit? This is real. Are you about to, you shit, about to shit on our show? No, not at all. Are you about to shit on our show on our I, podcast? I like how real. <laughs> I like how real you guys are. You guys keep it real. You guys don't try to. You know, the realest and illest. I, I've I've filmed for a few shows. I've tied had my own show, stuff like that. And it's the last one. I'm not gonna say what it was, but they wanted you to reenact stuff. You wanted they they wanted to fake everything up. Oh, like what? Where Nico worked? Yeah, well, not even that. But like what I what I used. Oh, to where do. you so were? Was, oh, okay. Yeah. So it was, you know. Oh, well, here here's a packet. This is what we want you to study, and this is what we want for every hunt and it's like this is stupid like this isn't real this is and it and it completely got me out of filming hunts because i was like this is dumb this is completely fake like some days i don't feel like bringing a camera out like tonight i didn't even hang my camera up on the tree it was just nope i'm not dealing with the hassle yeah it's more weight it's more of a pain in the ass it is and sometimes i like to just hunt like i like to go out sit in the tree Watch movies, whatever the hell I want to do. Watch road trip. And, uh, watch road trip and Tommy Boy. That's it, man. Depending and on the Wi-Fi, you might watch other things. Depending on what it. kind of saddle you're wearing, you, you might... can't watch that stuff if you have any buffering. Yep. This just makes things awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you're just at a stand how, how deep for should we dive into? <laughs> I'm tired of staring at this person's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's been froze on this dude's face. <laughs> We're talking about like watching like painting videos and stuff on yeah. TikTok. What's that guy? Bob. <laughs> Bob, Bob Ross. Bob We're Ross. Paint a happy cloud over here. One thing I'll say, you, <laughs> one thing I'll say, you cannot do in a saddle. Is scratch your ass. You get an itch. Kind of tethered. I feel like I you, have a, yeah, a trophy it's ridge. You cannot you scratch have the your new, ass. Do you have the Phantom? Yeah. You definitely can't because it's only this big. Here's like the, the width of it. Yeah. So it's like on your butt, out. you can move it up and I have down. Been, so I've, I told I you my, I don't have an itchy ass, so I hey, don't really know. I you got my saddle. Enough. I probably know. You're not. You're not. You're not bucked up. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I got my saddle two weeks before opening day. I'm not bucked fat. Two weeks. <laughs> I hadn't even shotten out of the thing at shooting height until I killed my doe on the sixth of October, and just how I don't know, man. I feel more steady in it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm hooked. Like other I'll, than the two major cons, I love it. So what's the other con? But like with mine, I you figured out. It? Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. You can't jerk off in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can if you wanted to. I'm not saying I know, but I'm saying if you really wanted to, if you, you got a good tired. signal. Yeah. You gotta have it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, look, look, we're so, all we're all adults here. There are whole podcasts about sex. Yep. You can talk about that. 
It's a natural thing that people do. Is Tether going to endorse and, uh, this conversation? Probably not. But you could if you were in a Tether because you it's guys, much more wired. You can undo the leg straps. Seriously. Yeah, you don't, ha- there, you don't have to have the leg straps on a Tether. Yeah, once you're, you're up fine there and you're on them. your Tether, you can, I'm I taking undo them off. my leg if you, straps. If you guys are listening, uh, message Time's Up Outdoors and let us know your masturbation stories out of a <laughs> Just any time, man. Edit that out. Hey, you're just getting closer to nature, dude. It's just just another part. I think we should probably edit that last part out. That was aggressive. (laughs) I don't. I didn't even hear what you said. I was responding to Ryan's text. You're fucking fucking texting this whole time. Ryan texted me asking me if I had any movement, and I that was at one o'clock, and I just realized I'd never responded. I've been responding to really late texts. Like, I've been responding to texts from yesterday. Well, I also lied to him and said I just got this text. And I didn't. I got it a long time ago. I just read it, I just read it again. Well, you better hope you don't listen to this. He, I don't think he listens to our podcast. I don't think he listens to podcasts at all. Sounds like a shitty friend. I listen to all your podcasts. Yeah, he is a shitty friend. Asshole. We should, edit, we should edit a good amount of that talk out of there, though. What? You're, no, you're getting paranoid. About what you can't do in a saddle? Well, like, I think we should have been a little more subtle about it. Fuck it. It's Time's Up Outdoors. Yeah, That's what I love about Time's Up Outdoors you guys really don't know. Are we going to get canceled? Dude, you can't cancel me. I don't got shit going on. I already got paid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to get that tethered sponsorship. Yeah. And if you talk about whacking off in their saddles all the time. <laughs> I didn't say I did it. I said you could do oh, it you if you wanted to. you fucking implied it. <laughs> It's something people do, right? Alright, if you're a deer hunter and you're a man and you say you've never jerked off while you're deer hunting, you're fucking lying. Yep. I think you are. I think you're 100%. lying. I mean I've never done Early it. Early season's the best, dude. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not a creep. <laughs> this guy's getting deep into it. He's like what did you Early say? season's the best because it's warm out. Yeah, you know you you got you gotta pay attention. I'm not wearing four layers of clothes, well, man. I'm just fucking it's easy to get out. And you you gotta pay attention you gotta pay attention a half hour after sunrise and a half hour when before the, sun, sunset. That's it, man. When the old lady says no, I say I'm going hunting. <laughs> And she's like, I'm not sitting in my good spot because the fucking signal sucks. I'm doing, that's what, it, you ever hear guys talk about observation sets? Yeah. That's, <laughs> man, fucking. No. Observation set means you got a good signal and you're here to kill some time. Fucking, no, Hunter, last night, man. My, my setup last night, I did I did my Snapchat and I did the whole, like, like an observation I did the 360 set. and Hunter's like, oh, I said, looks good. He goes, yeah, good observation set up. I go, fuck you, man. I worked hard to get this stand up in the spot, dude. I thought it looked I, good. Is it an observation? I think, I'm fucking hunting, dude. I think Hunter looked at the Verizon map and could see the coverage, and he's like, yeah, it's a good oh, observation. Oh, they got great set. coverage in that spot. It's a good observation set. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was about, like, let's talk about else. I was offended, hey, man. I got a question. One last thing any scent free lube companies want to reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really went from wanting to edit that out to just going with it. <laughs> well, we'll edit most of that out. I got questions for you, Steve. Fuck. I wrote them down. Oh, yeah. All right, first question. I've, I've wanted to know this since I've met you. What the fuck is Starlight? Where did you get that nickname and what does it mean? Well. Because I'm pretty sure everybody in Time's Up Outdoors has said, what does the Starlight thing mean? Well, Starlight, Starbright, Starbright. first star I see tonight. So there's a comic. I wish uh, I may, I wish I might. There's a comic named uh, Theo Vaughn. 
who uh, I know Theo like, Vaughn. Yeah. So he he made a video a long time ago. Where I he love was Theo Vaughn. He was talking about some uh, musician named Stevie Starlight. Okay. Who, this guy he's like he's new, but he makes like old style like kind of like funk music. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, look him up. He's pretty cool. Okay. So, uh. I do jujitsu. A lot of the guys at the jujitsu gym started calling me Stevie Starlight. So that's my nickname is Stevie Starlight. And then uh, when I started Starlight Outdoors, I I don't know, I guess I kind of got, I got sick of posting all my hunting shit on my jujitsu page. Okay. You know, my personal page. Like I, I keep it kind of tasteful on yeah, my, we forgot on my personal page for people who don't want to, a lot of people don't care to see what I'm shooting. You know, so different, probably different crowd too. Cause different crowds. Steve, yeah. Steve's Steve's quite deep into the jujitsu world. For yeah. the listeners that don't know that, you you've been doing jujitsu for how long? Uh, thirteen years. You're a brown belt. Brown belt. And you anybody rap, actually who does jujitsu listening, I'm not that fucking good. He wraps me up like a pretzel, which I'm like a white belt with like a half of white stripe. <laughs> I can be. I, I got a white stripe, but then I stopped coming, so I think I got dedu- deducted a half a stripe. Yeah, <laughs> you're a no stripe. <laughs> I uh, I compete in the masters division, and I do okay. You know, uh, silver at pans, third at worlds. <laughs> you're just uh, all right. <coughs> but uh, <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> I also I also like the. Uh, I think the starlight name fits because you've learned this weekend hunting with me that I'm fucking paranoid about everything you really are and with duck hunting the number one thing i'm paranoid about is getting to my spot before anybody okay so under the starlight you were the I, first one up this morning yeah i'm i'm an early riser when it comes to hunting All right. i will yeah. i i'm in the duck blind by 4 a.m sometimes and it's funny because my buddies make fun of me because like it's 10 minutes before shooting light people start rolling up and we're here at 4 a.m like it's a little obnoxious sometimes, so I don't know. Uh, the name just kind of st- all all my friends call me Stevie Starlight, so yeah. I always wondered where it came from. So it came from Theo Vaughn's. The, that was the roots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like look that guy poaching. Yeah, and then I stole that guy's name. It sounds like it. I thought maybe it was because you shoot deer by the starlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, best time. It's to not hunt, as bad right? as still, you still like geese in the so- in the starlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as trimming, uh, trimming tree, branches. Trees on state land. We did. We had a good turkey. I would never do that. Speaking, oh, speaking no. of uh, skyline starlight, our talk about shooting turkeys, turkeys? off the roost today. I, had yeah, a, I think yeah. I had a good theory about that. Because people I, would shoot. I think people them. would poach I think, turkeys. I really think that's the reason. I think people would shoot turkeys because you get you get a bright moon and you you can see birds clear as day yeah. up yeah. in the trees you know when you're walking out it's, i think people would I was be saying, I was it's saying legal it, i believe tennessee it's legal there's some to states where off. it is legal but i think uh, but we were, you were also asking me i was me, talking about the ethics of swatting ducks and geese off of ponds which off the pond what was my final assessment on that was pretty much everybody does it everybody likes to talk about how it's taboo but i've never met a duck hunter that we'll under under certain circumstances wouldn't we'll swat a duck off the water like if it's a bluebird day and you know you're probably not going to kill nothing yeah and it's shooting time and you got a mallard in your decoys you're swatting that thing just to make sure you get one in the boat don't shoot dude i used to do it all the time i had i got a little private pond there. Well, a lot of guys will jump them up They're, before they shoot, though, too. Oh, no, which, I just dust the shit out of them right on the water. Like, it was like yeah. turkey hunting, dude. Arkansas. Yep. Just yeah. We'd that's legal, through, though. I'd sneak through totally the woods. Totally legal. Yeah, people just... just people I, people I, like to pretend they don't do it. Because I edited 
one of the geese episodes, and I and I remember watching that part, and I was like, I know nothing about waterfall hunting, but I was like, that didn't look this right. This feels like it's not right, and I texted the guys, and I'm like, hey, is this okay? Do I need to edit that out? Because was that our not mom? that we edit a lot of things out, but like I'm like, did we do something not right? And they're like, no, that's totally legal. They're like, you can put it in or leave it, or leave it in or take it out what either are you way. About now? Just swatting a goose off the. Off oh, I the thought you were talking about. Not, not cutting, uh, not shooting turkeys out of trees. What did you think we were talking about? I don't know. You said put it in, leave it in. Oh, take it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, so I was, we're I was drink, unsure. We're drinking whiskey, by the way, guys. But I understood that it, but like just not knowing anything, I understood that it seemed slightly unethical. It's a little dirty. And I didn't know why. I don't know why I felt that way because I don't know anything about hunting geese. And that's why. That's why. Well, it's a I know that could be the way you do it. I think it's easy, man. It's like yeah. turkey hunting. Yeah. I I'm a avid waterfowler, and uh, yeah, he wears sicker gear. Everything. Sick. Sick. It's all it touches my skin. Is what I told you earlier. Except for first light. First he also light? has first light on. Yeah. Um. But uh. It it if we. If we don't have any birds in the boat, sure, you know. But like, oh fuck, edit that out. I lost my train of thought. I didn't know my son. My wife just texted me and told me that when you came over and dropped your shit off, my son ran outside naked. He had a diaper on. I thought I wasn't looking. I don't. She said. I was. I was more focused. She said on your when dog, he came over, Walt shit. jumped. Walt ran up and jumped all over him, and Owen ran out with his penis flapping. Dude, I was so focused on the dog. She I didn't said, shit the show. <laughs> My dog was jumping on you? No, he was just a good boy. He's a you needed dog. belly rubs. He just, he, he'll jump. Fucking clear your head if he wants to. Uh, no, uh, I asked if I could take take him home, and Amanda said that as long as I take Owen, I can't. Oh. <laughs> Amber would love that. Amber. You show up with a dog and a fucking kid. A two-year-old. The kid, the dog would cushion the blow of the kid. Anyone in their right mind would not like you. Not like me? Yeah, because of that. Because I said what? Because you brought a child and a dog to their house. Oh, It didn't okay. belong to them. <laughs> you don't have kids. What I'm trying to say is that your life is quiet. I'm a dink. He's What's a plumber? That? You don't know what a dink is? No. Dual income, no kids. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah man. You're rich. He's a plumber. Dude, no how kids. do you think I Fucking afford this? all this sick guy? Load it, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I, by the way, I, I jumped on, since I'm getting so much shit, I jumped on the sick of bag, bandwagon recently. <laughs> See? I've been we Walmart. I've been Walmart. <laughs> we got to him. We did it. <laughs> you, you guys are getting on my nerves. I've been on Walmart camo since I can remember, dude. Uh, Just weren't killing the big bucks, were you? No, it's, dude, it's, it's a duck thing, man. Like, Sika really does make the best duck duck here. Oh, like, for sure. I really, 100%. really like their duck ammo. I've looked at their stuff. Uh, it's not, nice. I don't care. It's just, it's it's good shit, you know, and when you're duck hunting, sometimes that can so make or break a hunt. I'm just confused with the patterns that they have. Like, there's a duck camel. Scientists figured this out, Tyler. This is so <laughs> stupid. Follow the science. Wait. Way smarter than our. Follow it. Way smarter than Tyler's our. an EMT, so he's kind of a scientist. You came from EMS? No, no. Oh. I worked EMS before, though. I worked on an ambulance for 
four years, and then I worked in the ER for six years. Really? I worked at Beaumont. Fuck that. Tech. Fuck that. The best tech there ever was. I was slinging fucking so did IV you have lines. Or no? I could I could dart an IV line into your into your veins from across the room. Yeah. Just taking this. Yep. Are you an EMT or no? Yeah. You are. Yeah. Oh, so you're gonna be getting. How how long you got on the job? Seven years. Ooh. Ooh. I'm Detroit. I have 18, 19 years. Going on 19 years as a fireman. You're fucking. You've been in it almost as long as I've been alive. Dude, think about that. I've been a fireman for 19 years. I'm 24. Isn't that wild? I can't believe it sometimes when I say it out loud. I'm like, God, I've been a fireman for a long time. You know, I've I'll, only been hey. in Detroit for seven years. I'll make that clear because I know there's somebody that's going to listen to this and be like, Ziegler was on a podcast and he says he's been a Detroit fireman for 19 years because you're waiting for me to say something that upsets you right. and I, you know who you are. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you say what, it hey, out loud. I've this, only been on Detroit for seven years. This might get, <laughs> this might be a little. There's a trialman that's out there too. I'm gonna like edit he, that out. He gets he gets done in December, but uh, I want to help you with some of this editing, by the way. There's a trialman. <laughs> there's a trialman on the job right now. Yes. He'll be done in December. He'll okay. be all, he'll get his badge, but uh, so you're not gonna say anything. I have to edit out, are you? No, man. It's all it's all, all positive over. about you, okay. dude. Okay. So we uh we work together. He's a fire home. trial man, or is he one of the EMS trial man, guys? Fire okay. trial man. Yep. Um, I'll tell you after this, but uh, so when you posted your Highland Park video, yeah, dude, we've like you're talking about like when I posted it in 2012. Yes, eight okay, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yep, nine years ago now. Yep. Um, like we saw that shit, and like that's all we talked about. You did? And, yeah. And in your my first fire in the city. Steve, do you hear this? I, hey, you hear this conversation? I'm blowing his fucking head up right now. You need now, to listen to this conversation because I feel like this is like. Nope, so I'm blowing his head up. And I now. I wasn't listening to anything. All right, so. I know the so truth. We're back. We're back. I know, in, hold on, hold on. on. We're back in 2012. 2012. We're man. back in 2012. So, Steve. Tyler, how old were you? Uh, eight I forgot old. you're a baby. Wait, you were 16? eight years old. So, 16? little 16 year old Tyler's on in the what internet. Year? 2012. You so were in 2012. 2012, it don't make sense. You're 24. 24. 50? 17? I don't know. Not your math is terrible. Yeah, your math sucks. So 2012 too. to 2022 is 10 years. So you were 16. You're 24 now, so you were 13 years old. 13. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Within five years. Right. We did, uh, we anyway, this episode of Sesame Street is brought to you by the letter 13. I don't believe anything that comes out of your mouth. All right, so, All right, so, so you're 13 years old. 13. You're on YouTube. You see a video. Yep, see a video. <laughs> I've never heard of this story before. I'm, I'm doing quotations right now. I wasn't here. listening, yeah. so I don't know. But where I see this. this so he's badass. 13. He sees this video. I see this I'm badass here. on YouTube. Just fucking. Some dude on YouTube made a video. He's got he a fucking sees it. helmet cam. Like fucking just doing work. It was me. It was him. Was it really? So so now you know. I start in Detroit three years ago. I started in Detroit. So did this spark and the interest of like you becoming a fireman? No, no. Oh, you wanted maybe, to be one of Maybe for you, yeah. No. Oh. But uh, damn, I thought I was like your inspiration. No. <laughs> no. Oh, this story sucked. <laughs> oh, is that, is, that, is that your claim to fame? Anyway, your, your viral so, video? Yeah. So okay. it's about fifteen minutes. So like Zig, man, <laughs> Zig was always the talk. Like, dude, he fucking gets it. So my first fire in the city, it was uh, right across the road from uh, Sinai Grace, yeah. Sherman McNichols. Yeah. Uh, like third house down. That was okay. my first fire. 
and here's Zig, and I was he gets off the truck, and I'm like, well, he's... Can I oh, have your autograph, no, I go, Mr. Zig? I go, I go, well, he's a lot shorter than I thought he was. <laughs> Fuck you. So I'm sitting there watching, and then... You're like, this guy's not cool at all. He's kind I, of a fucking dork. It's, it's just a... <laughs> It's what? just a regular house, man. A little yeah, two-story yeah. house, just fucking pretty flat roof. Is this the one I was screaming out in the front yard that I was afraid to go in? No. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Like, what, that, what happened? So they put the ladder up, and I see this motherfucker. And I mean, I come from, I come from nowhere. I come from a small town that gets like five fires a year, maybe. And I see this motherfucker with an axe. In his hand, and he's just walking up the ladder, not holding onto the rails, not being fucking, <laughs> not OSHA approved. My right? fear of heights goes out the window when so I'm at just, work. I'm afraid of heights. He's just fucking cruising up this roof, and he's up there just whap, whap, bounces over to the other side of the peak, just whap, whap, walks over to the other end of the house, smacks a couple holes, <laughs> and then he comes walking back down like it's just nothing. I've been like, dude, I'd be fucking dying right now if that was me. I used to do CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> but. But Amber that, said she wants to listen to this podcast. By the way, once yeah, I got I'm sure she will. Her once I got off shift, man, I called my buddy. I was like, "Dude, I watched Zig today." He's like, "No fucking way!" <laughs> God damn, but that's now, hilarious. Yeah. So, so we figured out why why it's Stevie Starlight. We figured out why Tyler wanted to become a fireman because he's inspired by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though. All right. I have another question for you, Steve. I wrote them down. Are you gonna edit this at all? Cause you don't, we don't edit podcasts. I'm bro. not good at this, man. I'm drunk. What are you? No, are that's people that's asking the next this one. or you asking? No, I'm asking it. Here's a good one. Oh fuck! You got you got your choice between two different kinds of deer calls. One that you blow into, or one that you, <laughs> or one that you suck on. <laughs> so. <laughs> what deer was this? Huh? This was your. This was the buck. It's my grunt call. This was the buck. Friday the, night. Yeah, the bigger one. Yeah. So Friday night, <laughs> I'm filming for Scott, and uh, he. Uh, so did you call earlier in the day? I did call earlier in the day. So you had your bow in your hand, and I was filming, and this buck was not doing what we wanted it to, and I was like, yo. Grunt, grunt this deer and he's like he's like I can't I, I, I don't want to set my bow down I was like alright pass me your call uh, so he passes me the call and it's got this weird rubber hose attached to the end of it I've never seen anything like this before so my heart's pumping his heart's pumping I start blowing into this call and it's not working at all and I, I, I can hear him blowing into it so Scott's <laughs> got his bow in his hand and I hear him going suck it Suck it. Suck it. I said it like five times and I was so, trying so hard not to laugh. So And I'm trying not to laugh too. Finally, I start sucking at it. And this, so, to answer your question, I'm completely against these calls. I, so I'm like, <laughs> trying to suck this deer in. And meanwhile, we're both... We're, we're both freaking out because this is a nice buck. It was a nice buck, yeah. It was a nice buck. Like 160s? No, no, no. Like 110s. No. Yeah, it was probably like 110s. Yeah, it was Low a nice. It but was we exciting. Were, we were, we were both, made, my, made my heart jump. We were both pumped because we were OTC 
DUI. DIY. DUI hunters. Public land. DUI Out of our saddles. And, uh... No, I don't know how we kept it together, but, uh... I was... The last time I said suck it, I was... I said it through, like... Tears. Like, you know when you're trying to hold back laughing because you want to be quiet? That's what I was doing. I was like, sorry. I couldn't even get it out of my mouth. So, we, we actually turned that buck around. Yeah, he did. He turned around. He came right he back to He turned around. Us. He, he, uh, he was interested in my sucking. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, good sucker. Yeah, he, he was impressed with my sucking. So, uh... But, dude, the second that buck disappeared into the corn, I look up to you and I go, what in the fuck? I go, don't you, what, like, this is the, I just, I I was, like, pissed about it, but laughing my ass off at the same time. Yeah, so the reason why you suck on it, uh. This is bullshit, by the way. Where's this call at? Let's see it. He says the reeds freeze, like. Reeds freeze. You you, you, yeah. you blow you blow it up. Well, I've got to. You, 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 you warm it up and it stops freezing. I've I got, don't want to go get it. I was gonna I've go got get a, it and call. I've got a call that uh, it slides up and down and it goes from you know. You got the extinguisher. Yeah. So you fell for the their their grand marketing. This scheme. is the yeah. second hey, one that I bought. If you've ever if you've ever doe bleeded a deer in with one of those calls, right in. I have. Yeah. Right. Oh, for you have? have. You have. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. No, it yep, didn't. Hundred percent. But the slide. <laughs> that deer was already coming. The, in. the slide doesn't work anymore now. Yeah, my slide so broke too. I'm gonna. Oh just, shit! Uh, I just admitted that I had one too. <laughs> Damn it, dude! I've had four of those. Did you? And I've never. They, they, they never are. Worked. They. That call is the best marketed deer call I've ever seen in my life. I've got a Primo's Dobly. I've never seen anybody market so hard on deer hauls that made me buy one. I didn't have the same brand, but I've always had the adjustable one. Dude, I right. bought the extinguisher and the black rack. The black rack, no. Just too much to pack in. I remember I dropped him down the, I was in the ladder stand, I dropped him and I hit every run all the way down, and I still killed a deer that night. Jeez, that's... that's... It was, my dad called me, he's like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Sounded like you're banging pots and pans off. So I'm, like, I'm not the first one to drop their deer I call like, when there's I a I dropped him, all right? I can snort wheeze with just my mouth. Let's hear it. You did it tonight. Do that with that fat-ass grizz you had in earlier. Wait, you you did one tonight. How'd you do it? Pop let's a chaw and let's hear it again. Pop a dips. <clears throat> he's throwing them. He's throwing one. My, mine's terrible. Let's hear yours, Steve. I use a tube, like a goddamn civil, like. A, a civilian. Civilians use these. Civilians use these. I told you to shut the podcast off. I'm not a watch. civilian. I'm a jujitsu artist. You're a <laughs> you're a fucking fire hero, apparently. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, that was a good that was a good one with the chaw and I want to see it again. That's pretty good. That deer's gonna get a swift fucking whiff of a uh, little, little bit of winter green, make a I I don't even want to <laughs> do one on the podcast because I'm not. Good Come on, at do it, it, pussy. No, no. I'll ball. try. I've never, I've never tried before without a call. Let me grease up my lips. You did one at, in the stand tonight. <sighs> yeah, what? no, I would never do that. What did you do in the sand? It's, I had hey, my call. There's a oh, I was wondering what. That sounded like, fresh though. You, didn't you it gotta, sounded great. You yeah. gotta blow the air out of the top of your lip, like out of the top of your mouth, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do what you're saying. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, don't you're, play. You're too tight. No, that's not how I do it. I go tight. like this. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about suck it? Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Dude, I literally was like, laughing. So I guess you, you got to end it. Go pro rolling for that. You got to end it as like a cool Maybe. Thing. That would be great. That would be good. What? The if you could Oh, I did. I did have it rolling. If we have on tape I, me grunting that deer in and him and me going, saying suck, suck it. it. <laughs> suck it. But the first three times you weren't joking, but the last two you put emphasis on it. The last two I realized that I was whispering suck, suck it, it to you. And, hey, not to mention, guys, huge detail we left out. My platform was set to where my face was dick height with him. So I was literally, I, it was like ass to mouth the whole set. Alright. <laughs> so so I'm my face is groin level with Scott and he's going, suck it, suck it. Dude, this podcast went off the rails. If we shot that deer, that would hands down be the greatest deer story ever. <laughs> it would have been. It wouldn't have been, but it would have been good. It wouldn't have been. If we would have shot a deer to, to this morning, it was gonna be I was gonna dumb it the pup pump, pumpkin spice buck. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I can smell this asshole. So Scott, Scott doesn't play the wind, folks. I do play the wind, but I also play the scent game. I don't play the wind. I fucking am obsessed with scent. I put my stuff in the ozone thing. I'm I wear careful, scent but it's not going to stop me from bringing my coffee into my stand. Yeah, I'm not saying Steve's not careful, but he bought he brought scented coffee into the fucking woods with us this morning. <laughs> hey. Fucking the whole day, the whole morning. It smells like a fucking pumpkin pie in our in our stand. <laughs> hey, and you know what, motherfucker? You would have drank. You love pumpkin spice. I do I love pumpkin you. spice. You would have drank it, spice. but you were too scared you were gonna have to poop this morning. I Here's didn't want to so poop. You, you, oh, just, man, you decided to go coffeeless because you didn't want to poop. I did. I had to poop so bad today. Yeah. What no. happened when I drank coffee on the way to the night set? You pooped. I had to poop, and I pooped. But I had a porta. I found a. We found a porta potty. Hey, and you didn't fucking bury your. You didn't bury it. So you're not supposed to say that on the podcast. No, what's gonna happen we'll, we'll when Steve? We'll edit this out. What's gonna happen with Steve? Things. What's gonna happen when Steve Rinella hears this <laughs> podcast? I and he I says, "Oh, that guy's an asshole because he did." Scott, I don't want to crush your hopes and dreams, man. But you don't know that. You don't I know what you're about to say. If Steve Rinella ever listens to this, he might. He might present it. You never know. But anyway, I'm hey. gonna send. You know what I'm gonna send so, a link. I wanted. <laughs> that's getting edited out. After this morning. <laughs> I wanted the I wanted the Mountain Dew so bad. This is a little like giveaway of where we're at. All right, I wanted the Mountain Dew so bad. It, it was a half hour drive to the nearest fucking store. Oh, you we're definitely like nowhere near Mountain anything. Dew, by the way. Huh? We're not anywhere near anything. You scream Mountain Dew. It's just like you do look like a Mountain you look, Dew guy. You look at Tyler and it's it's just it's occasional. You're like that guy needs a Mountain like, Dew and a chew. It's like Mountain Dew and a chew. And I need a fucking Mountain Dew. Like I I need a Mountain Dew. I I. Mind you, I had to drive, like, fucking 20 minutes just to get... You drove 20 minutes? Just you're to bragging get, about, no, I no, drove 100 no, 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 miles scouting no, today. No, Meanwhile, drove, you're just dicking around looking for Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, I drove 20 minutes just to get signals so I could look up where the nearest yeah, uh, store was. You needed was. a signal. <laughs> hey, that, why do you think I went back over here? I drove 20 minutes to get a signal. <laughs> the, my spot's 10 minutes away now. <laughs> Dude, we got to change the name of this podcast to Signal. <laughs> There's so there can be so many potential names for this podcast. Signal, man. Like we should wrap this podcast signal, up. I will, yeah, help let's, uh, I will help. How you are we gonna do this? Yeah, I don't, editing podcasts is easy. You really gotta, you really 
You got to listen to all the bullshit. No, again. editing a podcast is is easy to the extent that there's not a ton you got to edit out. It's not easy because you got to listen to the whole fucking thing before you mm-hmm. edit. But a lot of times, like I I know of a couple things that I want to that I'll cut out of this. What like what? Like you telling me you want. When did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just now. Yeah. I told you I don't drink often. He goes, God damn it. Now what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to edit it. Immediately in my head I was like, when the fuck did I say that? I'm going to I'm gonna edit this <laughs> and I'm going to chop it up. So you're going to hear this whole conversation, but you're not going to know what you said that I want to edit out. It makes it sound worse. Because what, like, hey. what I said was a good, uh, solid bet. It it makes it makes it makes for interesting content. But then again, someone might forward this to that guy. Someone might forward this to that guy and say, "Hey, this dude said he'd suck your dick." Have you ever? That way, don't. I don't know. I don't even know who's. Wait, wait, wait! You think Steve Brunello would get this message and be like, "All right, so hold on, scenario." He gets a message, an email, (laughs) and he says, "It says, hey." There's a podcast that about George. This guy on the podcast told his buddy that he would do this if Steve Ronella listens to the podcast. Now, Steve Ronella reads this. The, and you, do you the, think, hold on, hold on. Wait, do you if, think if, they Steve attach, if they attach an Im- image with me wearing my first light. Yeah, he ear. has first light on. Do you think Steve Ronella would actively be like, I'm going to listen to this podcast so that this guy... <laughs> <laughs> well, this whole thing has to be edited out. <laughs> he ain't breathing. I mean, he might. He might just put me on the spot. You know he, might heard, he might have heard what I He's said. He's like, about, I want to see if you'd really do it. He might not have liked my uh, opinion on swatting ducks off the water or something. He might want. He might be having. And on this week me. of meat eater, I don't. My last question for you was, uh, what do you key in on when you're on? Hey, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta repeat that because this is gonna be a lot of editing leading up to what you're saying. Jesus Christ, I thought I was your fucking hero. You want an apple? I'll get my own. I beer. thought you were drinking fucking chocolate whiskey. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna be a good episode, though. This is gonna be one of the best episodes. Did you just say ever. Nico and then we're doing one too? I think Nico and John said they're gonna be doing a podcast this weekend. I think ours is better. It's oh, gonna it's be a long better. time before I can actually feel like I can listen to this. You won't so listen to me. You won't listen to yourself right away. No. I was it's like listening. when I, it's like when I compete. Especially if I get fucked up. You won't watch it. You gotta, I, won't, I won't watch it. I got matches I still haven't watched. You, you really? got a you got a pretty sexy voice. Yeah, you got a, your voice yeah, is fine. Is it? Mine. I don't sound, I, like, an, I feel I don't like, sound I, like a girl that's I feel like everybody's got a decent man. voice. I feel like I sound like a dumbass. We all have a good voice. You sound like you sound really sexy, but you sound like you drink Mountain Dew. You're too bruisy. You guys got hey, you guys gotta sleep in your trucks. You got a what? You're sleeping in your trucks. You're on homeless suspicion. <laughs> Fucking Craig took my truck, dude. I'm homeless. <laughs> yeah, and my did. boot dryer. Oh, fuck. Mine should be dry. I've had mine on since we got back. Dude, shout out to Danner. Yeah. My shout out to the lacrosse, dry. too. Honestly, like, my... I've got Cabela's. We got... We were... We went in water today. We we, we were... We were basically Dan in fault today. Oh, shit. We, we, we went in ankle we deep were like, water. We were, we were uh, ankle deep Dan in fault. Yeah. Ankle deep, Dan and Paul. This motherfucker swims across ponds to kill big boys. I know. Yeah, yeah no, but my I lacrosse. I think I've seen him take his pants off before. Probably, dude. My lacrosse held up, waterproof wise. 
Like Same. my feet were not wet no. today. Same. I got a little mud on my boots. <clears throat> and and I was we not wearing. You're just the rocking though. Red Wings. Oh, I got, I got, I've, Red I got, Wings that have been getting torched by this fire this entire podcast. What do you wear? What do you wear? Because every morning you leave in your jeans and your So I wear this to my spot. I've got a pair of Cabela's. Uh, Wait, you wear your Oakley shirt and your blue jeans to your spot? Yeah, dude. Every time. Every yeah, time. dude. <laughs> but then I, I put. <laughs> no I wonder put, you see him, Bucks. You I gotta put, get some sick I put everything in a tote with all my shit's covered in like burrs and nasty shit from tracking that dough, but. Um, oh, so I put that just in my truck bed now. At, so at the at the parking lot or yep. at your stand? Oh, you get dressed oh, at the parking okay. lot. Okay, I thought you said no. you get to your spot. No, I'm like, no. A I, lot of guys, I, I do that sometimes. I put everything on dressed. wall. But why not, get, why not get dressed, like, sent free-wise, why not get dressed at your truck? Because... At your truck or in, like before like you get, get dressed in at it. your truck, not at your spot. No, 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 no. no. I've yeah, never gotten dressed yeah, at my spot. Yeah, he said when I get to a spot. No, no, no. Like, weird. Like, we're not, where I'm parking. Yeah. Where I'm parking. Yeah, I get dressed at my truck where yeah. I park. Yeah, so do I. Like, I seen... No, you don't. You wore those out no, of the camper today. These yeah, are different sick of pants, dude. And then you drove your truck or whoever with their fucking air freshener and all this and that. This morning I did. Yeah. So did I. That's, yeah. that's why you didn't kill one. I do and I don't. I, I saw one, one. No, we ozone. In, <laughs> we one one. <laughs> we ozone to the inside of the truck. We're fine. I got I got a ozone generator now. Which one did you get? So I talked to a old lady into buying one at Walmart. It was uh, just a um, dead down wind one. I'm starting to drink the Kool Aid out of ozone. <laughs> I talked her into it. I was like. Man, you can put it in the living room or wherever, and it'll just clean the air. And she's oh, like, dude, no joke. She's like, how much is that? I was like, fifty bucks. She's like, buy it. I was like, okay. When we got, when we got well, one, well, she knows it's the tree stand version. Like, dude, my wife she goes, used, if it if it leaves the house, I'm gonna smash that motherfucker into pieces. I'll my wife has used that it. that ozone generator that I have. My mm-hmm. wife has used that for like a lot of. It things. smells like a rainy day. So when we got here, the the tent, the the yep. But when we got here, the trailer smelled like it, like the sewage tank burped in there, and like smelled like a sewage tank. So I, when we got here, I closed the door. I turned the ozone generator on for like fucking ten minutes. We walked in. It didn't smell like shit anymore. How we gonna? That's on your personal page. How we gonna wrap this up? I don't know. I feel like we could have wrapped it up a long time ago. I think so too. But uh, the listener, we're giving the listeners what they want. Um. How many people listen to this? 11. 270. <laughs> uh, on average, 14,000. 10. No, like, it, we get, like, uh, a consistent, like, 150 to 200 on really? Spotify and iTunes, which is, like, so, such shitty numbers. But I'll Dude, that's so, fantastic. What I know. I, I, like, I saw it. I was like, whoa, there's 200 people that listen to there's this? There's going to be at least... 60 people who fucking hate me after this. Oh, they probably already hate us too then. They might not want to listen. No, uh, on, uh, but no, but on, on our, on Carbon TV, like thousands. That's awesome. It's weird. I don't know why there's more people on Carbon TV. You guys TV can see to. the stats of all that. I did not, I did not think that, because they, they, Carbon TV asked us to put the podcast on there last year. They just started podcasts. Did you tell them that your podcasts aren't really Carbon TV material? We told them that they're different than our show. <laughs> <laughs> our show, our show is much more kid friendly, and our podcast is not at all. 
Have you guys filmed any other podcasts? We used to film all of them. Yeah. It's a fucking pain in the ass. And it's stupid. Like, what are you... You're looking at people talking? It's got to be if a pain I, in the ass. If I do a I Zoom... I ever watch podcasts. Yeah, like, neither do I. And, and if then, I... And when you go to watch them, if it's the only way to watch them, it burns up so much data. I think the only one that I watched was uh, Working Class Bowhunter. He was with Mark Drury with that yeah. 216 that he shot yeah. the other day. If, um, if I'll, I'll, I'll do, like, Zoom if there's two screens recording. How oh, does that work? Because Zoom records it anyways. So. I heard you guys doing it with the uh, uh, Hunt Wars guys. I, I list, like that I listen, podcast. I listened to that one on the I way like down. I like that Hunt Wars podcast. That was cool. Yep. Do you not remember? I know what you're talking about. You I, don't, the, I, I, I can't. Know. We talked about the show that was coming out. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a good podcast. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, was he, I, I haven't watched the show, but it's, it was, seemed very like it seemed like a fucking great show. So was he on like cool uh, was he on speaker or was he on Zoom or he was on Zoom. Zoom. I think he was on Zoom. So John, John said it the up. mic was just picking up his computer. No, when John does podcast, John apply for that. We should apply for that. We did. We applied. Yeah, I think the deadline. I think the deadline's already done. Yeah. The other there's there'll be another season though, but I think the deadline's already met. Uh, when John records a podcast with us, he has like this giant soundboard and he's got headphones and he's sitting there. He's like, no shit, because he talks about how my voice is too loud. So he always has to turn my volume down. Yeah, we all have headphones when John does it. He's gonna hate this. Well, you oh, said he that hate, he hates podcasts that aren't done. John is very critical of sound, and a lot of what he says is 100% correct. And he does a much better with job with sound. But I try to tell John, John doesn't listen to podcasts, and I tell him I listen to podcasts all day, every day. If the content is good, the sound quality does not matter to me. Right. To a, to, an, to a point. To a point. Yeah. If it's fucking trash. It sucks when you can't hear one person. <clears throat> yes. Like, yeah. So, like, the whole conversation is missing a piece. Right. You know? Yeah, so. That's when it's undoable. But, but with the show, sound quality will make or break your show. Right. So, John gets mad at us. When we all have we all have uh, lab mics. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. They go on your belt, and then they come Lapel. up here. How come we didn't rock? I don't, didn't I don't know where mine is. You do jiu-jitsu and you don't even know what a lapel is, do you? Yeah, I know what a lapel is. You always get me in a lapel fucking thing where you choke me with my lapel. You've done it to me like ten times. Oh, I loop choke you because you fucking... (laughs) You, you, You will pull, you will like reach in. This is what I'll do. He'll reach in. We'll be like this and he'll go. And he'll, he'll just grab it and just pull it out of my belt. Just real subtle. Just do that. What is it? It's like, you know, uh, you wear a gi so you have... A open jacket and then it folds like this. Yeah. You tie your belt around Are it. Are you naked? You can pull you're allowed to pull the lapels out. Are you naked? No, you're wearing underneath yes. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, you have <laughs> clothes on. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so he'll he'll pull my lapel out out of the belt. Mm-hmm. He'll just like gently do it. And I know, I, I'm like, okay, here we go. Have you ever seen the meme where it's like Mickey Mouse and he's Aww. like, this is a, this is a secret tool we're yes. going to use for later? Yes, that's it's what exactly is. what it is. He pulls it out because he's going to do something with I'm it later. Do something with it in a and then bit. later on, like fucking 25 seconds later, he's like, whoop, whoop. And next thing I know, somehow my jacket is wrapped around my neck. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. I guess I don't get it, like how how so, jujitsu works. So like, you. so like, you have your V right here, right? Yeah. You got your belt. Okay. He pulls. He'll pull it, and it'll pull 
this portion out of the belt. So, so then it's really loose. Gotcha. And then the next thing you know, he takes this and he wraps it around it. your Can head. Can I you for a second? Yeah. I won't do it super tight. So like... We're doing jiu-jitsu, folks. If I reach into your collar here, now hunker down like you're like you're going to shoot a takedown on me. Yeah. So I reach into your... This works with hoodies, but I reach in here, take this hand over under, and then tap if it if you want to choke. So like, did you just want to? Did you just want to just go out? Did you just want to tap somebody at deer camp? Is that what just happened? No, I was <laughs> trying to show him something. It's fucking nuts, dude. You just you it, almost let yourself honestly, go unconscious. Honestly, honestly, I think everybody should take. I think everybody so, should take jujitsu because the things you learn is like wow. So even that's street, like wow. So even in a street yeah. fight, like yeah. you're, you wrestle. Yeah. We're here. We're you, like, yeah, boom! You shoot in. I get this grip, and I'm I'm, I'm doing this. Now you shoot. Next thing, and then boom, loop choke. Like that's what you do to me every time. Nuts. It's I don't know. And, and you know what's funny is I know I know it. I do it anyways. Yeah. Why? That's fucking crazy. Human instinct is really weird when it comes to grappling. I do shit, and, and when I do it, and, and and I and I know I'm like, why did I fucking just do that? Like, I know what's about last that. night. I was talking to you about um. How I armbarred my friend. Yeah. And uh, I was I was a blue belt at this time. I was relatively inexperienced, and he, your instinct is to pull away. Well, you're oh hyper yeah, you were you're hyperextending your right. own arm. Like there's a lot of things where your instinct is to do something, and jujitsu works completely against it, which makes jujitsu really fucking easy. Yeah. Like wrestling is fucking hard, man. I didn't wrestle in high school. Those dudes work hard. Jujitsu's chill, like. I wait for you to But that's what a wrestler's problem is. Oh, yeah. You don't know it's chill. I don't think it's chill. And I go, I gas myself out so fast because you guys are so calm. You got Lear. Lear, this guy Lear, he's the coolest dude ever. He'll be working moves on you and he's going, I don't even know what he's doing. He's making this noise. He goes. Yeah, that's him controlling his breath. He's breathing like so controlled. And I'm like. That's that's like <laughs> like when I wrestled, man. Every time I took a shot, it's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's just right. like lifting. Well, yeah, you sure. know, like every breathing, every every move. Breathing's very important. Every move I made, it was. I'm not like, I'm not super good at the breathing aspect. Like I don't do anything fancy with my breathing in jujitsu, but it's wrestling is a sprint and jujitsu is a marathon. Like yeah, yeah. To me, to me, like I don't I don't think I can fight. Like I. I do jujitsu. We don't hit each other. Like you punch me, it's gonna. F- I don't want to get punched. Don't right. punch me. Yep. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Yep. But but in, in but, like but here's in the other competitive thing too. sport jujitsu, like if you sprint at me, I'm gonna chill for a bit, right. and then I'm gonna fuck you up. You know, like yeah. But in a street fight, so they say every, they say everybody's got a plan until you get punched yes. in the face. What's the difference? You have a plan until I punch you in the face. I'm not. I'm not. Most people are not very good at punching people in the face. No, I think they might be, but they're not when it comes down to it. And right. jujitsu is everybody's like what, multiple attackers. If you if you get in a street fight from a martial arts standpoint, and there's multiple attackers, you're fucked. Yeah. I hope you can run fast. Yep. You're not gonna yeah. Bruce Lee movies. You're not real. Steven Seagal. You're not gonna kickbox four guys at once. You're wait, fucked. wait, you're wait! Dead. Whoa, 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 whoa! Steven Seagal is real. He's a real good dude. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the difference between Brazilian? That's a lame conversation. Brazilian jiu-jitsu 
is just a derivative of Japanese jiu-jitsu. Still no strikes. I think Japanese might have had some strikes. Jiu-jitsu. Basically, the theory is in a one-on-one fight, if I'm attached to you, there's not a lot of physical damage you can do to me as far as punches right. go. Right. Wins, I, like, I don't think I can beat anybody up, but I, I do think that if I'm a, if I'm a latched on to you, you can make them rethink. My you can make them them stop them from because I'm really good at latching on to people, and they don't know what I'm trying to do. It's really yeah. easy. If you're going against a guy who's a scrapper, who's a puncher, who's I a striker, I get my fucking teeth kicked. Well, if he catches you, if he catches you, then it's yeah, going to be a problem. That's but, I am. but but like, if that guy tackles me to the ground, he's going to get fucked up. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I mean, shit happens, but if jujitsu is very effective See, I, in I close is. quarters, with, you, with they always somebody, say like Joe Rogan says, you get in a fight with an elevator with someone who knows jujitsu, you're fucking dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. One one quote I always say is, uh, like, because I hate street fighting. I've I've been in, like, one before I was an adult. Like, I always say, like, if I ever saw that guy in the streets, or if I ever saw that guy at an airport, edit that out. If I ever saw that guy at an airport, I'd fuck him up, is what I say about people. Because I know you don't have a gun, I know you don't have a knife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, right. If I catch that dude at an airport, I'm beating his yeah, ass. Yeah, you're saying street fighting you is know. dumb because you don't know what the fuck that you person know, has in their dude, pocket. You don't know but, boys are there, like, knives. Same deal as like boxers. Like, you get these people, oh, I can box. It's like, all right, cool. Boxing but and street fighting. I take you to the fucking ground, you're done. Yeah. Well, and especially if you know jiu-jitsu, but... Like I even mean, wrestling, anybody who's like, a wrestler, with you guys wrestler, just yeah. having basic high school knowledge of wrestling, yeah. wrestling right. like you're beating, that's, you're beating ex- every everyone in a wrestling match. I never excel wrestled. at my right. job because of wrestling. Like, yeah. dude, I get probably one. You time learn how to safely control. people. Literally once a week, I get a punch thrown on me, and it's like, all right, you're. It's eleven twenty at night. Oh my god, I gotta get up in the morning and try to kill a deer. You gotta get up in the morning and go get your sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we left those out there. Damn it. Yeah, I'm confident uh, you could shoot a decent buck tomorrow at that spot. Alright. I'm also confident you can see Jack Shat. Alright. Yes. It's alright, though. Alright, we're gonna act all proper. Hi, guys. So, <laughs> thanks thank for, you for joining. Thank you for listening to the Times of Our Smash that Pop. subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> like, follow. See ya. Was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm And if I pass this way again, you can rest assured I'll always do my best for her, on that I give my word In a world of steel-eyed death and men who are fighting to be warm Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm Not a word was spoke between us, there was little risk involved Everything up to that point had been left unresolved 
try imagining a place where it's always safe and warm. Come in, she said, I'll give you a shelter from the storm. I was burned out from exhaustion, buried in the hail. Poisoned in the bushes and blown out on the trail. Hunted like a crocodile, ravaged in the corn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Suddenly I turned around and she was standing there. With silver bracelets on her wrists and flowers in her hair. She walked up to me so gracefully and took my crown of thorns. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Now there's a wall between us, something that's been lost. I took too much for granted, I got my signals crossed. Just between till it all began on a non-eventful morn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Well, the deputy walks on hard nails and the preacher rides a mount. But nothing really matters much, it's doom alone that counts. And the one-eyed undertaker, he blows a feudal horn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. I've heard newborn babies wailing like a morning dove And old men with broken teeth stranded without love Do I understand your question, man? Is it hopeless and forlorn? Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm In a little hilltop village, they gambled for my clothes a bargain for salvation and she gave me a lethal dose I offered up my innocence, I got repaid with scorn Come in, she said, I'll give you a shelter from the storm well, I'm living in a foreign country, but I'm bound to cross the line Beauty walks a razor's edge, someday I'll make it mine if I could only turn back the clock to when God and her were born Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm